Right, welcome everyone to week, I'm calling it week alpha, not week one, because I, I think week, week one is like when we're officially going. And nobody wants a week alpha in their tribe. Nobody wants a week alpha. It's Monday, September 21. As always, I'm joined by the fat team, Phil and Adam. I'm calling you Phil our libertarian. I'll take it. We can... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 50%. Fat. Fat is Phil our libertarian. <laughs> yeah, true. Well... <laughs> Let's just go with PH, yeah. and I'm trying to get it too clever. Adam, I yes. just could Adzo the man. Adzo's good. Adzo the man's fine. Am I allowed to bring up that you've got no hair at the moment? You always do. I don't see. That's the way. Me saying anything is going to stop that. At every possible opportunity. Adzo the bull man. His superiority. <laughs> uh, another week. Another bunch of stuff has happened in the news. Uh, COVID is still just insanity. Um, I did see a friend of mine showed me a great meme this week. <laughs> It's obviously it's a classic Simpsons meme. So I like meme. to get my news. I, I base my news on my news is basically anything that comes through, like that I can click on a Twitter link, so because that, that's the easiest way to see nice. video and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but no, this is where Dan Andrews, in premier of Victoria, is Principal Skinner when Bart is taking off school, oh, yeah. and um, he <laughs> follows him through the river, <laughs> and they say Dan is like. Some non-giving up press conference kind of guy <laughs> because all he ever seems to do is press conferences. Um, Absolutely. Was he in the meme wearing his North Face jacket? <laughs> I think so. Yes, hundred um, percent. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, as we know. Awful uh, sad day. Huge advocate for women's rights, an iconic figure. Um, she apparently said on her deathbed, "My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is instilled." Is, is installed. How should, should take that? <laughs> and like setting particular request. And like setting your watch. Guess what Trump has tried to do? Uh, and guess what they lambasted the Democrats for trying to do back in 2016? Yes, they did. Click repeat. It's just unbelievable. Well, I, I find it interesting that she thought that there might be a different president at the end of the year, and I'm not sure that's the case. I find it interesting whether. She actually said that and her daughter just I said it. I doubt it. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, very sad news. Um, and Thai, the Thai king, Maha Varijalokong, um, shortly after sunrise on Sunday, protesters have cemented a plaque near the Grand Palace in Bangkok, basically saying that um, they've expressed their will that this country belongs to the people and is not the property of the monarch as they have deceived us. And I find this quite interesting. Obviously, there's big protests in Thailand about the, the power of the monarchy. And it's quite interesting because uh, Adam and I have been to Thailand before together. I remember together. a lot of queens in Thailand, actually. Is, them, <laughs> is it just the one? <laughs> I, think, I think this is actually the king. So no, I don't, no, no, yeah. no, okay, different. Um, but I found, what different I found, street. <laughs> I, I remember seeing several Elvises in Thailand, but whatever. <laughs> um, I, think, I think what's interesting about this is that like, it was a place where, you know, when I think about it, you go to Thailand and you could never say a bad thing. You, know, you, you actually warned not to... Ever mock You've never brought up the monarchy at yeah. all. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look how times have changed, of course. I find it interesting, the politeness of the Thai people as protesters, because while Americans were, like, literally burning down cities and taking over city blocks, they've installed the plaque. They've installed a plaque, they've they're all wearing the their face masks. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, there's no violence. That's right. Same, yeah. same but different. Just gently in. <laughs> um, so that's my big news here today um, Of course we'll take a, a bit of a deeper dive into the news That we care most about just coming up um, Also on the podcast today We're going to dive into what's making sports rounds Of course yeah. With Adzo and the Sports Down uh, We're digging into a new drink Any 
sort of in a preview as to Spoiler what we might alerts. be drinking. Spoiler alert. One word. Bitter. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. drinking Victoria Bitter that Phil is graciously sharing with us. It's the, it's the craft beer of champions. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, stick around. We have some great convo uh, around that. Um, we're going to talk about something also that's a hugely uh, big part of your heart, right? Ribs. Oh, man. Feels salivating. That'll be a big part of why my heart stops, mate. That's why. <laughs> We've been threatening to talk about ribs now for about four weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I keep bringing it up, and I just don't feel like we've dedicated enough time to it. So get in. This could be it. Yeah. Um, a lot going on in the world of video games. Uh, talking Minecraft. Talking some other surprises. Adam, are you talking about Luigi's Mansion? <laughs> Absolutely. I just finished <laughs> the Desert Temple. <laughs> God, sorry, listeners. We will get through Luigi's Mansion eventually. Um, I get a little angry at the world and it's pretty fucked up when you think about it. Stick around for that and we'll wrap up with little Sydney news. Um, gentlemen, just a quick side dart today. I know this podcast is about, you know, making us feel more like a man. Yesterday I changed a uh, water filter in my house. So like I, a Brito filter? No, no, like a, like a filter like underneath the sink. You know, my wife decided the water was tasting a little... I don't know, watery. Right. So which neighbour did you borrow some tools from? No. Uh, well, so like a Brita filter under the sink? Uh, yes, a little <laughs> bit. I guess it is a Brita filter, yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's exactly what See, I saw you didn't address your question there. Well, it's a Brita filter. It's good, good dodging there, Tristan. It's got the two things. One's chemical, yep. one's non-chemical. Mm. I didn't need any tools. I had this white... Well, I did need a tool. It was a white plastic thing, but I actually had it in my house. Hey. And I did it while we had friends over, so I was like under the sink changing a water filter while having a conversation with another wife in the house. I felt pretty mad. It's pretty mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty like, all the other dudes are standing around just like... Oh, I'm rubbish at this yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. man, I wish my husband could change a water filter. 100%. Yep. And how long did it take to clear the flooding? Uh, well, no flooding because I've done it before, I don't remember. <laughs> a lot of towels down first. It's like changing a tyre. Do you, do you change tyre on I your car? I change tyres. How good do you feel after you successfully change a tyre? I like to, if I feel my tyres going down, I like to park in the most prominent part of my street. Just so all the neighbours can see me there jacking up the car, <laughs> getting the lug nuts done. <laughs> I will tell you that the very first time I changed set up the tire, the He's... very first time I was there, I, I, I put the jack in, I jacked it up, and I was about to take the wheel off when a car, a complete stranger, was driving by, and he said, "You've got the jack in the wrong spot. You're going to bring that thing down in your hands." And he just drove away. And I had, I put it completely in the wrong spot. The jack was actually upside down, and like <laughs> the slightest little wiggle, and the whole car would have come crashing down on me. But he he saved me. That but day. you survived. I survived. And he taught me a little lesson about being a man. And sometimes. Sometimes you've got to look out for your other guys. I still remember one, the first time I changed a tire, I didn't follow all the things, and I and I and I I um put the car up on the Before jack. Before you loosen the nuts, and I didn't loosen the nuts. Yeah, you can't be doing that. And you just look like a right knob, don't you? Oh, the tire spinning. The tire's You're spinning. chasing it with the little the, the little T bar thing. <laughs> so a little manly for me today. Well, I love this it. Way. Congratulations. I'm also just loving this picture of you getting the car. To the most publicly visible possible spot, and having this guy driving past, like I assume you were set up on the. They, K-Hill. they were different. Situ- I assume you were set up on the Cahill Expressway in the center of Sydney, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, everybody, I'm a man. <laughs> Comparatively, we had the uh, the people that made our our baby's uh, pram come by today with a replacement wheel because the spring broke and I couldn't fix it. <laughs> so that's. What- Honestly, that, that's my manly escapade of the day. And he's already failed his child. <laughs> oh, well, from the fat team to you, this is the Free Man Podcast. Week Alpha. Let's boogie.
to, as we've always said, kebabs, uh, free tyre replacements on frams. I was at the Batch Brewing uh, facility at Marrickville on the weekend, and I said I was going to get some of the Elsie the Milk Stout, and he said, oh, how did you hear about this one? I said, I actually, we've talked about it on our podcast, and I paused waiting for him to go, well, wait, if you're going to give us a shout-out, I'll give you a four-pack, and he didn't. He took my $24, and I went, I was on my way. Yeah, they seem to have a... $24, like, too, so he's overcharged you for that comment. <laughs> I spent $21 on their stout. Uh, stout. They're sour. The sa- oh, yes. How was the sour? It tasted like so every it sour. Like every sour. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Alright, so news, guys. So we've obviously talked top-line news. Um, I don't know. Uh, Phil, what's going on? Why don't we start with you? Oh, mate, so um, my beloved news article of the week is uh, Friendly Geordies uh, in the firing line. So Friendly Geordies is uh, YouTube personality, <laughs> Jordan Shanks. Uh, who's been in the firing line for a video that he created, taking the absolute piss out of John Barillaro. I think mm, that's how you pronounce yes, it. The head of the um, Nationals. Or Bruz, as he likes to call him. Yeah, the head of the Nationals, who's been in the news over Is the last couple of weeks. Is his nickname actually Bruz? Let's just say uh, Jordan Shanks nicknamed him Bruz. Then he decided to get angry about that and claim that it's an Italian slur. And so, Friendly Geordie's Is doubled it? down to I call him like Bruz. Vaffanculo was an I'm, Italian Vaffanculo. I'm pretty sure he was making it up. Uh-huh. But... Okay. Yeah. So, how is Bruz? Okay, so continue. So, an absolutely classic video, and I encourage the listeners to get out there and take a look at it. It's 28 minutes of pure glory on YouTube. <laughs> of one of the most angry, savage, sarcastic takedowns of any politician in recent memory. In his house. In his own house. In his own house so the guy filmed the video from this guy's airbnb went out rented it filmed yeah. the video in it it opens with him in the bath oh no <laughs> uh but with water on water on yeah. foam on yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they run it right to the edge yeah and then at some point during the video uh, i think it's about halfway through it's revealed that he's in fact inside the guy's airbnb as he, wow. as he films this this takedown basically just savaging him for every dodgy thing that he's done yeah. How did um, he know it was his Airbnb? Like, is that is, does this guy promote? Like, is that a thing? Like, hey, do you want to st- stay in the head yeah. of the Nationals Airbnb? I think people would know. I think there are there are just, you just know things. Would, yeah, they would just let you know. Okay, well, and and Shanks Loki has been around for years now, so he produced that Triple J is trash video a few Which years back and things yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the subscriber so base is growing, so it's like four hundred thousand people have watched this video. Wow, it's not mucking around, and so he's got a bit of a team behind him, so they'd be doing their research. Any uh, any response from Braz? From, from, from Braz, so he's actually Braz. taken a... Uh, from, from apologies Braz. to Italians if I've offended. I, I, I sincerely <laughs> hope... tuning out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sincerely hope not, and either way, he's a politician, so, you know, it yeah. just... His words. Yeah. Well, you're saying politicians aren't, aren't petty? They're the worst. They're <laughs> the absolute worst. So, you know, it doesn't count. That's uh, awesome. But, that said, he has taken a week, I think it is a week, of mental health absence after uh, Koala yes. Gate. 
Yeah, is, is it a gate? Are we calling it a, a gate? Is it koala gate? Has it escalated to koala gate? I think it's oh, gate. I'll tell you what. I Sorry, think that's it a was, complete veep. I think it was the off, edge yeah. of koala gate, um, and then Berejiklian was just like, get the fuck out of what here. What comes before a gate? I don't know. Is it wrong that I'm somewhat a attracted path, to... Uh, <laughs> koala footpath? I'm somewhat matter. attracted to... Berejiklian? Berejiklian. Berejiklian? Yeah. Gladys. I think it's the power. You're attracted to women with power. No, I, I mean, not all women with power. I just like, I like her at the moment. It's like how I feel about Condoleezza Rice. You like her? Oh, yes. Yeah, we seem to talk about black was women a lot. Guttural. Yeah. Guttural, oh, yes. Yeah, no. yeah, he's really thought about that. I stand by that. Yeah. He stands by it. There you go. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I didn't feel that way about Berejiklian, but watching the savage takedown of this insurgence from the Nationals Party within it and the fact that she just stared them down, I found that kind of odd. I also love how Phil... Phil knows more about politics than Adam and I combined, I think. So, mm. I, I don't know. I'm speaking for myself. But I, you don't seem like you're <laughs> not, smart out of politics. No. Yeah. You know yeah. you know what Trump's odds are, generally. and that's yeah, I get all my politics news from Ned. So. <laughs> so, just so we're clear, listeners, me knowing more about politics than these two combined means I know a tiny bit about politics. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see the articles on City Morning Herald and that's you right. click on them. That's right. I go, I go. I'll occasionally transition over to The Guardian and when I'm feeling a little trashy, I'll get on to news. <laughs> If I'm not booked within the first eight words of the headline, I don't finish the headline. That's yep. where I'm at. That's right. You're right. You are wrong. You Murdoch's, are what is wrong with modern society. Murdoch's well also copped it this week as well, hasn't he? Murdoch? Rupert Murdoch. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Well, this might surprise you, but apparently he's uh, politically biased. And he <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? I don't know. Out, that is an outrageous accusation, and I demand that you back it up. <laughs> Adam, what's going on in your world, pal? Uchi's a run out. It's what? official. They are ending the promotion. No, I seriously? Know, I know that you collect them for your kids. I had Adam... Uh, I actually drove to Adam's place after work, peak hour, which during COVID is, means there's another two cars on the road, but still, to pick up <laughs> for my kids, who are three short from the entire collection. Yeah, continue. more, mate. Yeah. Straight to eBay. Will, Woolworths did release a, uh, a media announcement saying that, ah. unfortunately, due to the incredible popularity of Ushis, they have run out. However, they have kept... A stash just for Melbourne for when lockdown is lifted and then people really want to get their Rushis, they're not going to be robbed of that chance. Oh, that's now, nice. eBay stores have exploded at the news with uh, several Rushis going up for some up to $50 each for the rare items such as the glittery Captain Marvel. Yeah, we don't have that one. Yeah. How much? Or 50 bucks. Jesus. Or $250 for the full set. Now, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't yeah. know why people need their plastic Yodas. I'm a little concerned because as I now walk the dog, I'm seeing more and more Ushis lying around the footpath. Can you get some? But, uh, I'll tell you which ones to look out for for my children. <laughs> if, if you need them, I'll keep an eye out. But that, that's, that's the biggest news. And in the lighter note, you remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how Chris Evans had accidentally showed his dick on the social dick, media. The dick shit, yeah. He went totally social media dark after that. For about oh. a week, nothing. And then boom, he popped up on Twitter and just said, now that I had your attention, don't forget to vote. And it was the wow. greatest thing. It was the greatest thing. He just went from dicks out Blank. Alright. Get out of here. Are we at Chris Evans podcast now then? I think we might have to be. Yeah. I, I think that we should have a hero of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Almost like hero a hero of the week. week. Yes. And, and hero of the week. He's I'm giving it. it to Chris Evans. Yep. He, he had that. Cods out. Everyone laughing at it. Yep. Goes silent. Comes back and is like, alright, I'm going to turn this political. And boom, people love it. It's from, gone viral. From Wait. dick pic to champion in a week. Was what it an absolute it, legend. Did we, did we find out, was his penis nice? I assume, it being American, that it was plump and circumcised and applauded when the plane landed. What's the percent? 
should we should we should we raise the flag for him? I'm raising the flag. Is that what we're doing? I'm raising the flag. We're raising we're raising the Freedman Hero podcast flag. Um, well, that's actually a really nice segue into uh, into my news. Uh, the Masked Singer. You know, the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. They're still we, doing that. We I'm have, painfully aware of it. Yes. We have a winner. Oh, um, great. I thought COVID was the winner. I thought they had to cancel the actually Because someone sneezed in one of the masks. Actually, the, the final episode was very funny because um, the clearly... Um, what's his name? Osher Ginsberg. Yeah. He was Andrew G. Andrew G. Not from not, Channel V. Wait, not, what do we call him? What's his name not now? Ushi Ginsberg. Ushi Ginsberg. <laughs> did we just come full circle? Yeah, I did. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Ushi Ginsberg. He'll be getting mobbed by parents. Wait, is he Andrew G or Osher Ginsberg? It's the same person. Yeah, but what does he call himself? It's Osher now. Uh, he, was, he was on uh, The Bachelorette. And that's how I know. He's on all of them. Okay. He does all of them. <laughs> um, he is Australian television. So we have a winner Bonnie right. Anderson. Exactly. Bonnie so Anderson. I watch this show now. I know this is one that's going to sound like you know, make an excuse. My kids like the show. Was wait was it? Bon- uh, it was Bonnie Anderson. That was the mask. <laughs> Who was under the the Bonnie Anderson mask? <laughs> uh, well, was funnily it, was enough, it Virgo? funnily or? enough, it was uh, it was under the um, Ned Kelly mask. Ah. No, uh, this this is my and this is my my gripe. I don't know, you don't know who, who any are. of these people are. No. And. It's quite funny watching the show because you have the judges on and they talk about these people like... So I guess my question out there to us and to listeners is, do anyone know? The only person I knew was Simon from The Wiggles. Oh, yeah. Because also you could tell who he was from... like It was obvious who he was. And of course, obviously the judges were told... He's a tall man and he's got that operating voice. it, It was clearly him. Yeah. And like... The judges are clearly told to just give ridiculous answers, like, oh, it could be Will Smith underneath that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey Donovan. No way is Will Smith stepping into this country for that. You know, like, no. 100%. But no. we do know that Tom Hanks is here, so maybe. Well, and that, they do allude to that. Well, he's in the country. Oh, he could God. be. Zach Efron, we know Zach Efron isn't stepping He's not turning up for that. One foot into this show. So, so I, I've not watched a lot of The Masked Singer. I've really got. You've watched The Masked Singer, like, though. Like, I, I haven't watched any of it. Okay. Um, you did point out the word sound over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so uh, I was a little confused, but I think I, I've got two, two pieces of commentary on this. The first is um, just props to The Masked Singer for wearing masks before it was cool. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, they, were, yeah. they were ahead of the curve on that one, they were. but nothing else. And secondly, what you just <laughs> described to me is basically the Logies, but with masks and singing. Like, that's it. It's the Logies. Because you watch the Logies and you're like, who are these people? I've already forgotten and, who the winner was. And why are they all congratulating them like they're a big deal? Because I don't even know who this is. I remember they were in a Ned Kelly mask. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bony something. That's right. Bony M? Bonnie Anderson. Bonnie Anderson. Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie yeah. Anderson. <laughs> I like the way you said they had at the curve except nothing else. I mean, to be fair though, did you ever start a show where they just wear these outrageous costumes and sing? They're, they're ahead of the curve I mean, I, in outrageous costume singing competition shows. I, I assisted shows. in the creation of this podcast yeah. and personally I think yeah. that's, a, that's a better use of people's time. I just, I'm just putting it out there. We need <laughs> to, like, I, I, I'm not an Australian mocker. Like, we, we have to, like, we have to do the best that we can. Yeah. But seriously. Yeah. And I, so is it... <laughs> wait, I think it's a Simpson joke. Am I out of touch or is it... No, it's the children that are wrong. It's the children it's that are wrong. It is the children that are wrong. Um, and if Alf Stewart from Home and Away is not on there, I don't want to oh, hear about it. Oh, imagine that. I reckon he could also be a good mask. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just get one of last year's jack o' lantern. Imagine, imagine a giant stick hat on, a giant Alf Stewart mask. Stewart, yeah. Right, and then they reveal it, and it's Alf Stewart. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, you know, You just got double Alf. <laughs> And it's, it's got an automatic voice thing that comes out of the thing, which is that YouTube videos. Ah, oh, you can't. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. no, 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 no. Look at he's singing though. I reckon he's singing that. Here's to Alfie. He's true blue drinking song. I think that's the only one he knows. Oh, yes. Uh, meanwhile, the judges are there and they're like, I think it might be Will Smith under <laughs> If this, okay. If this, think about what this podcast is based on. Imagine if you did the Mars Singer, which, which was just for like. You know, 30 year old, 40 year olds, right? Who just like loved all the classic, like, so you'd have like, you know, potentially Pippa from Home and Away as well. Alfie, yeah. you know, that guy who still is on Neighbours. Toadie. <laughs> Toadie, that's the yeah. one. Like, you go, oh, that fucking, it was Toadie under the mask. <laughs> Toadie all along. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. If that um, was the Richard show. Richard Moorcroft from ABC News. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah, Richard Moorcroft. Oh, that, um, Lee Tim Bailey. Tim Bailey is a good Lee one. Sales, yeah. Getting Lee Sales in there. If basically what you're describing, I yeah. think... Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think what you're describing is a Masked Singer I would watch. Exactly. Yeah. If you were guaranteed that these will be people who you'll go, fuck yes. Yeah, exactly. Not like... Or are they the Masks or are they the Singers? <laughs> Both. Right. That's them underneath the mask. Each <laughs> Someone who's going to take off a Richard Moorcroft mask and it's Hamish Blake underneath. <laughs> and every time it's just them under the mask but the judges keep getting it wrong. <laughs> They're just hopefully speculating for real celebrities and it just, no. Uh, no I don't want to see Alfie, Alfie take his mask off. He's just having a diary underneath. Absolutely. Okay. So if you're listening, Alfie, the mask singer, I mean, come on, we've written it for you. Or you have, was it Endermel Shine? God, you produce the most ridiculous reality crap. Here's a better show for you. Um, and just quickly wrapping up, just want to go back to last week. Phil, you were right. Oh, I like, I like where this, this is heading. One? It is. Mm. Did you see this as well? No. Oh. That's guess that. the only thing that was in contention last week. Alright. Butcher's Buffet in Strathfield copped a $5,000 fine uh, after Safe Work New South Wales inspectors visited last Friday and found patrons sharing food, cutlery and crockery, oh, crockery and buffet. We did debate last week as to whether COVID meant the death of the buffet as we know it. And given the Butcher's Buffet in Strathfield, having said that, I went to one of those you know hot pot places and there was... Oh, yeah. 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 No COVID. Yeah, but um, everyone's just digging out of the pot with the same set of chopsticks. Well, if it's spicy enough, it'd kill the code. I also think, like you know, what defines a buffet? I mean, some of these places, I I wouldn't touch the food. But <laughs> um, you were right, so it came up in the news, and it actually was a thing about like basically buffets are fucked because look at what happened to butchers they butchers are. buffet and stuff. I'm it's like, coming. it's not the best example. It's coming. It's coming. And that, I was seriously that safe. So that safe work New South Wales thing had nothing to do with COVID. That was just <laughs> that was just a fine. For, for a second there, <laughs> it's just a fine. It's got nothing to do with COVID. For a second there, I thought you said safe word New South Wales, and I'm like, New South Wales is a safe word. Well, we probably do. I didn't know New South Wales was into BDSM. If it's a buffet in Strathfield, I'm picturing that they've got like crates of food stored in the public lavatories out of the back. You know, you see that them to go in there for a slash. And it's like, why, why is this full of crabs and seafood? It's like, what's going on here? That's right. That's not the but food, en- is it? But enough <laughs> about Adam's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? I walked right into that one. That's All right, guys. Nice one. I think it's time to talk a little yeah. sports. Four, three, two, one. Cue the music. Oh, 
sports. So it's uh, sports with the sports down. Here we go. And so what's been happening sports news around the ground? I care about now in the AFL in yet another case <laughs> of thinking with your dicks. <laughs> Melbourne player, they haven't learned it. Melbourne player Harley Bennell has been sent home from Queensland, suspended from play, and the Demons will cop a $50,000 fine for COVID breaches. Now, seriously, yesterday Melbourne only had 14 new cases. And i got to wonder, could the flattening of the curve be due to the AFL teams being confined to Queensland? I think maybe it is. There's a correlation there. They're exactly right. I know we're all tired of hearing about it, but anytime you want to tell yourselves that we've all worked together as a community to beat this thing, make no mistake, there are always going to be dickheads out there quite happy to risk the health and livelihood of everyone they know to cop a little Queensland strange. And while we're <laughs> on the topic of Melbourne boys chasing tail, two more <laughs> demons are in trouble after giving each other a bit of a playful grope at three-quarter time in the Saturday win over Essendon. Apparently groping your mate's asshole after he's been sprinting <laughs> around the pitch for 60 minutes is considered immature and inappropriate rather than slimy and stank-fisted, which is where I'd class it. What do you reckon about the AFL, Tristan? <laughs> classic, okay. classic AFL. And, and for me, there's just one thing I want to highlight here, which is the, the Queensland government has put the border up to everybody else, but they've bought, brought a bunch of COVID-riddled, rule-breaking AFL players over. So basically imported the highest possible risk <laughs> while keeping everybody else out. Yeah. I've yeah. Got, I've well got, played, Queensland. Well I've played. Got several questions. Um, this is all news to me. Did you see the Ask Group? No. Okay, that's my first question. Because that, there's been Ask Groups in the news. It's seemingly every weekend. What's an Ask Group? They're, 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 they're huddled up at yeah. three-quarter time, and one of them reaches out, just throws his hand right into the asshole of, of this bloke next to him. They're mm-hmm. mates. They're having a bit of a laugh. On a scale of one to John Hopawati, where are we talking? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's <laughs> a... Was it a full That's Hopawati? exactly what I was thinking. It's a cheek grab. But Check a couple crap. of fingers are edging towards uh, the, the hairy balloon knot. So about you know a four I mean. out of ten on the Hopalati scale. Four out of ten. I give it four out of ten. <laughs> That's just, no reason to go to jail. I That's think, just good matesmanship. But I certainly a good, good <laughs> chance to, uh, to sanitise your hands. Okay, I still have questions. So, okay, who are the players? What team? <laughs> so Demons again. Demons. So Demons. Well, name one player for the Melbourne Demons. Yeah, one player for the Melbourne Demons. My, uh, Harley Burnell. The, the, the one, one, from, one, from, one from the previous okay. story. I don't. I don't. I didn't look up these two guys' names. I saw the photo. They'll grab an ass. Yeah. They're all sweaty and dripping and and. Why and are steamy. they grabbing ass? Because it's it's funny. Is it's it funny to grab each other's assholes? Is it? Sure. Should we be doing this? We used to do that in school. Because we went to Sydney Boys. Asshole inspection day. <laughs> it was part in, in gym class. In certain teachers definitely. Oh, oh, come on, John. Come on, mate. Um, now all I can think of is that episode of South Park where they have the TSA in the toilets and every time they walk in to go to the bathroom, they're like, we have to check your asshole. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, you know, and that's a funny thing. Uh, anyway, and you know what? Whatever. Uh, now, okay, so is Queensland now at risk? Do you, are you kind of saying that Queensland is now at risk because they've got all the AFL players? I'm saying that the reason Melbourne is... Flattening the curve and now it's because they've gotten rid of all the AFL players. Curve how many teams AFL there. are in Victoria? Yeah, they've all gone up to Queensland. They're not out there. So Queensland are risk, about, are getting a, on the gear. So Queensland, should, we should be barring Queenslanders from coming in to New South Wales. Hey, look, that makes sense to me because of the AFL. Yeah, honestly, keep them up there. I keep say, us safe. I say this is a Queenslander, but but you know we should have been barring them years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, the top eight. <laughs> Okay, what's happened? Mate? He's lost it. There it is. Uh, and in other <laughs> AFL news, uh, the top eight are all locked in now. Um, Who have we got? 
But in what order? I didn't actually... Well, I actually didn't check. Do you know who won tonight? Collingwood. I don't think they were playing. <laughs> just picked a team um, out of the air. No, it was going to be either... The order yet. Yep. It was either going to be Brisbane or... Well, well, it was kind of locked in. It was just Brisbane or Port. Brisbane was on top, but if Port yep. won tonight, and I didn't check before we started. Um, so I think Brisbane on top, I and mean, really is the year of Queensland, isn't it? Um, Adelaide Crows got the wooden spoon. Yeah. Uh, the Swans sucked. Um... The Cats and the Tigers. This is interesting, actually. The Cats and the Tigers, so the John Cats and the Richmond Tigers, are favourites to win the Premiership. Okay. Even though Brisbane and Port Adelaide are ahead of them on the table. So I think that really says, like, finals experience means a lot in, you know. They say that like, you play regular season, and then those teams who are used to the pressure of finals. True. So be now, or also, perhaps, half of their players have been sent back to Melbourne. For a little bit of... For a little uh, bit of Queensland strange. That's my AFL news. All right, great. Yep. Thank you. In the NRL. Now, I don't know if you saw the Raiders-Warriors play, but what a goddamn circus. Just 20 minutes in, there's a scuffle coming out of the scrum. Lockie Burr reckons someone pulled his hair. This is so so primary school. <laughs> and just starts belting on Josh Papali. All the time, though, John Bateman was the one that had gone the hair pull. Anyway, Papali was penalised, and then moments later, penalised again when he actually did pull the hair of a different player. I guess going for the, well, I guess I'm, if I'm going to get into trouble, I might as well yeah, yeah. do something wrong anyway. Yeah. And this time, Tohu Harris was the one with his hair pulled. Anyway, it was penalty after penalty, with even Ricky Stewart risking one for throwing his water bottle in the coach's box. And at halftime, it was 7-1 to one penalties in favour for the Warriors. Now, at any rate, the Raiders went on to win it, which just shows if you keep pulling long enough, you always come good in the end. <laughs> now... <laughs> That entire story was just to get that game. Yeah, no, it's a nice setup. Did you stay up all night writing that one? <laughs> I like really Gosso in the NRL. I mean, I mean, these guys get paid quite a significant amount of money, right? Oh, just to do this. It's a tens of thousands yeah. of yes. <laughs> uh, Was that it for NRL? No, no well, you had just, more. Oh, well, so you haven't got to say, I'm not a big hair guy. Uh, but <laughs> you two, is there much hair pulling going on when you're out on the field? No, Bill, much beard pulling? Um, just, Just... Pulling in general, really. I'm never on the field. Ever seen any rough play? Well, you played a bit of basketball. I once spat on someone when I played spat basketball. On someone. Yeah. Deliberately spat on them? Uh, I didn't spit on them. I spat just above their head after I blocked them because we were losing and I was just pissed. I got, you know, I had a, I'm a bit of a hulk. And I sort of, You're a tall man. I'm a tall man tall and man. I get angry. So most spits were going to go over someone's head. Yeah, they went over someone. Oh, no, the guy was lying on the floor at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the NFL, then. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, NRL, I, you know, I was always giving you a bit of a pause to just go through the list of misconducts for the year, for the round, for the week. I'm trying to keep it tight. <laughs> for, the, for the day. <laughs> day. Year. Week. Month. Week. Day. Hour. Hours. This evening. <laughs> Um, upset of the round was the Bulldogs. They knocked off the Rabbitohs, um, which plonked the Broncos to the bottom of the ladder with one round to go. There we go. So Brisbane, Canterbury, Canterbury, Bankstown Bulldogs yep. are uh, still the Canterbury, Bankstown Bulldogs anymore. Just Canterbury. Canterbury. You, you were backing the Rabbitohs. You're still backing them in the finals. Uh, well, you know the fact that you can't change every week. <laughs> they lost a game, so not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Um, good. good. Top eight, I think, has been locked in. So I think round twenty is basically a dud. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, the race for the wooden spoon. You're welcome, Brisbane. I guess that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Panthers have already locked in the minor premiership, um, and Roosters and Storm. So yeah, again, similar to AFL, the Panthers have locked in the minor premiership, um, but by like have locked it in with a round to go. But the Roosters and the Storm are actually favoured more to win it all by the bookies. So again, finals experience, yes. you know. Roosters and Storm, you don't bet against the Roosters and Storm in the finals. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's NRL. Finals competition, very different sport. Uh, in the NFL, 
the Pats versus the Seahawks. Now, with a combined age of 137 years and 162 days, the two oldest coaches, Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll, will meet on the weekend to break the record for oldest coach head-to-head last set when they met last season. It was this morning, by the way. I wrote this last night. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm just, just letting you know. I should have fixed that. <laughs> Between the two of them, their NFL success is historic. As well, obviously, the two have combined for 455 wins in the regular season and seven Super Bowl trophies, although, to be fair, that's largely due to Belichick from the Pats. After speaking, and speaking of matchups, top paid offensive Bel- player, yeah. Patrick Mahones, based off against top Mahomes. paid defender, Joey Bosa. <laughs> big stakes and big bucks could be the theme when Patrick Mahones and the Super Bowl champion Chiefs face Joey Bosa and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, you'll know that Bosa signed a five-year, $135 million extension, putting in at $27 million per season, and Mahomes, meanwhile, inked a landmark 10-year, $450 million deal, making him the highest-paid athlete in the universe. The almost half-billion dollar Half billion. Half billion dollar. That's yeah. US as well. Amazing. But. He actually ended up... And he also he bought like a, a stake in like the Kansas City baseball team as yep. well. Oh, you might as well. Just buy all the teams about that. <laughs> So as you know by now, the Chiefs made a huge comeback to win in overtime, but I'm sure Tristan wants to tell you all about No, I'm that. not going to talk about my wonderful eight-leg multi-bet that I won no. today. Oh, hey. Yep. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, thanks to the PMT boys as I, well. I think that's the only thing you should be talking about. I won't, but it was amazing. An eight-leg well, eight NFL bet, $5 returned 125 which pretty was good. pretty bloody good. Strap in. Uh, good NFL uh, rap, Adzo. Um, I actually want to show you guys something... <laughs> Here, I've, I've done this because I just think it's just super serious. Now, there was a match on in the week. Um, and how do I how do I actually open this link? Can I do that? Oh, here we go. There was a match on yesterday. or this, When did they play? Maybe it was last... No, it was last week, sorry. Uh, this guy, Broncos Josie Jewel rips helmet off Titans Jeremy McNichols. It reminded me of that Simpsons. He was the... They called him the gazelle. Called him gazelle. <laughs> You know, you talk about... Now, now, look, I know Australians rip NFL players for wearing the helmets oh, and all that all kind the, of shit. All the quit. All the kit. But watch. This. You, think it's, you think it's not their projection? Just watch this. Watch his head. Watch his head. His head almost got ripped off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, like, when you watch that in fast action... Like, he... Oh. I've seen... You know, I don't remember. It was years that's and years like, ago where the guy like broke neck, his neck. That's like neck whiplash. Unbelievable. Yeah. I love that in the opening title on this news article, they didn't call it a head, they called it a cranium. Just trying to make it all sound a bit more Very intellectual. Scientific. He, got right. a, he got a hit to the cranium. Yeah. Um, so that was it. So, Your epidermis is showing. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely, listeners, go and have a look at that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was nasty. Is he okay? It's fine. And, okay, you know, they've yeah, yeah. got a little slap it's, on the bum. That's, that's the question you always ask after you make a joke and then you're like, oh shit, is he alright? <laughs> no, he was okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have, yeah, I'm a little bit more sensitive than that, Phil, but... Are you though? Are you? No, if it was funny, I would probably. <laughs> um, Man gets hit in balls with football, and that's enough Simpsons quotes for one round. Um, <laughs> in the same game, Stephen Kostkowski, who was the kicker for the New England Patriots, yes. he has won them Super Bowls, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He was the first kicker, so he's gone to a new team. Yeah. He was the so he's first. He's the Chiefs or the Chargers? No, he's now for the Titans, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, right. Okay. He was the first kicker to miss four kicks in his first game with the team since. Some guy did it for the Chargers back in 1968. It's not, um, it's not a record you want. Laces out, mate. It was the first time he had missed three field goal attempts in a game during a career in which he has gone an entire season 
missing fewer than four or five separate occasions. So I was thinking Ace Ventura, yeah. you know, laces out. out. Yep. Um, at one point, he ended up just taking his shoe off. He's just like, there's nothing more lonely in sport than the NFL kicker who's oh, fucked man. it four times. Yep. And he's just sitting there, all of his teammates are just calling him the biggest douche. Yeah. And he's, he took his, his shoe off. Anyway, it was quite crazy. Like they were, luckily, as the Simpsons have told us, the Denver Broncos <laughs> suck. <They're still> there. <laughs> so he, uh, <laughs> oh, the Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos. So even though he missed all his field goals and so on, they, Broncos couldn't score. And Gus Cousy actually still won the game <laughs> with like, they still gave him the kick and he kicked like a 30 year old, 30 yard field goal. With as time ticked away to win, and he still got like the heroes. It was crazy. <laughs> another, but he's... another week, another Stephen Bradbury moment. It was absolutely <laughs> good on him, and he actually won again today. He actually kicked for the win today as well and won. So. Oh, so he's come back. I actually, I don't think, now. I don't think he missed today. Yeah, beautiful. and I was thinking that like psychologically. Imagine just like, oh man, imagine missing four and going, I have to do this again. I'd be yeah. like, I'm out. No, you'd be so. I'm and done. A, yeah. And imagine if you missed the first one in that next game. Yeah, you just, you, you just would give up. Yeah. Give up. You give up. Yep, that's yeah. NFL. Okay, that's the NFL in the NBA then. Now, this is a little bit of older news. Yeah. Uh, but it's something I came across and uh, found very interesting. Now, you know, I love my conspiracy theories. You oh, do. This should be good. My, my Kennedy stuff, my Area 51, MK Ultra conspiracies. I just finished a conspiracy podcast about the theories surrounding the death of Mozart. I love them all. Yeah. But you wouldn't believe how surprised I was to see this article. I, I visit some of those wacko conspiracy message boards just for a laugh. And tucked in between the 5G towers causing COVID and flat earth theories and Jeffrey Epstein still being alive, there was an article about the NBA. Now, Markith Morris and his twin brother, Marcus Morris, both play in the NBA. One for the Wizards, one for the Pistons. Now, Markith copped a nasty ankle injury when the Wizards played against the Celtics in the AC semifinals. Landed on what looked like a right ankle, really stuffed it. Everyone was saying he's done. And then boom, a couple of days later, He's playing a game for the playoffs, hitting his first four field goal attempts and finishing with 16 points, six rebounds, and some very nice assists. He showed no signs of injury. Ah. Now, the word is getting around that he got his brother to sub in for him since the Pistons were already eliminated by this point and Marcus had nothing else going on. When was this? This was in about May this year. A little earlier, like I said. Uh, but I, I just only found it on one of my conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy the, boards. The, the only thing I love more than that conspiracy as a whole is the fact that at one point you referred to him getting a field goal in basketball. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what... The, the, I think, do they really think that? No, is I that, actually think they actually are. Is that a possibility? I think, no. I think there are actually field goals in basketball. I think they're called field goals, but oh. you don't... Yeah. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. Turns out I'm the dumbass. Just, just, just pivoting that a little bit. Are these like identical twin brothers? They are identical are they, twin they brothers. They are identical. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you put you put a different jersey on them. They look exactly the same. Like same facial hair, same structure, everything. Like just and they both play for the NBA. And it made me think. Like, does this affect your judgment of say how Josh and Brett Morris in the Australian Rugby League are they doing anything similar? Have you ever seen? Uh, any other players or, or have you ever been in a situation where there's been twins yep. subbing in for each other? I know we had a pair of identical twins in high school that would occasionally sit on each other's classes. Yep. But uh, have you ever seen anything like this in sport? I haven't seen the sport, but I do remember the Menendez twin brothers. The ones that killed their parents. Yeah, they killed their, their parents. They were up for it and th- he, he did it. Did it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, can I... This is news to me. I just want to defend Phil a little bit. I feel a little harsh back to him. Okay. 
Now, technically, yes. A, a shot in basketball is called field goal. Yes. Okay. Field goal. And so I want to defend both of you. Because, okay. yes, technically, and they say FG percentage, right? Like, and all that kind of stuff in basketball. But honestly, if I was on a basketball court, yep. and I play basketball, and someone said, hey, man, you should go for a you field goal. Yeah, I would, I would spit <laughs> on that person. You would not call it a field goal. Either you call it a basket, or, a, you know, shot from the court, or something like that. I, Shots. I will... You know, I will happily take your empathy while at the same time acknowledge that if you're going to shoot at somebody, you've got to be willing to get shot. That's right. And he yeah. was right. And he was case, right. Yeah. Um, no, look, I, back to your twins yes, question. I, it is a bit weird. It doesn't feel right. Um, look, I think... No. I don't know. The Serenas, are they twins? No, I don't think so. Venus and Serena? No, they don't look anything like. Okay. Um, that's the Williams sisters. Um... Are there any athletic twins that you can think of? But Brett and Josh Morris, I mentioned. Oh, yeah? They Actually, they do look like each other. They look very much yeah, like yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon if one of them was out with an injury, the other one could just, like, throw a Tigers jersey on and away he goes. Yeah. One, if one tried to drink his own piss, the other one could. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Sit in. Classic yeah. NRL. Uh, the Woodies. The Woodies. No, they're both Tom Woodbridge and Mark Woodford. <laughs> one a ranger and one a, a little brown-headed dude. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> okay, not the Woodies. Um, <laughs> let's go. Oh, the Cricketers. Oh, oh yeah. The Brothers. The Taylors. The Wars. Yeah. The Wars? I don't think there's Taylor Brothers. Mark, Mark, isn't there a Mark Taylor and another Taylor? Uh, Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, no, the Wars. The Chapels. The Chapels? The Chapellis? Yeah. Well, Cha- Ch- Chapelli is Ian. It's yeah. Chapel Greg. Greg and Ian. Greg and Ian yeah. Chapel. Yeah. Are they twins? Are we just take? Are we just talking brothers, right? <laughs> I mean, anyone. I think anyone that could put on the other one's uniform yeah. and go out and play under his name is is what I'm talking All about. Right. Right. Uh, you know what? Honestly, the moment you start googling it, it's time to move on as yep. a segment. Agreed. But I just, well, I'll, I'll just I'll... interject just very quickly for what I hope is a weekly Christopher Nolan reference. They've clearly prestiged this. Hundred percent. Yeah, well. They prestiged it. Great ending. And if we want to know. Let's just ask him. Great ending. I love a Nolan reference. Uh, Clippers are gone in the NBA. The Nuggets and the Lakers. The Lakers are up 2-zip in their series. The winner goes on to the finals. Uh, Miami lead the Celtics 2-1. Uh, again, if you're looking for like the highlight of the week in, in basketball, look up Bam. His name is Bam. Adebayo's game-saving block on Jason Tatum in Game 1 of the Miami Celtics. Seriously, again, well. look it up. It's fucking unbelievable. Holy shit. And Ch- LeBron Tatum was on MVP oh, yeah, for the fourth time. Yeah, he's been runner-up MVP, yeah. and he was, and I quote, pissed no, off. No, I saw that. the press conference of that. He, he, not happy about he pouted. That, he pouted. Do you know who got it? I uh, was. Was it the Greek guy again? Yeah, I just want you to to hear pronounce his name. It's the Greek G- freak. G- Giannis Antetokounmpo. G unit. Yeah. Uh, G money. Any other sport news? It's in the golf. Yeah. You know I love my golf. Oh, US yeah. Open. And, I mean, it's a US <laughs> Open. You've got to mention Brian DeChambeau. What a, what a powerhouse. Incredible Hulk of the golf. Uh, he's won the US Open. And because I love my stats, only two players before Monday have ever won an individual NCAA title, a US amateur title, and a US Open. Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, and now DeChambeau has become the third. So that just tells you. Steroids are a great thing. Steroids work. It, this guy has, and I feel I know you don't know this man, but this guy spent COVID jacking up, jacking off probably as well, and oh, jacking up. I was going to say up or off. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, both. Uh, who else? Who didn't? Yeah. There's two types um, of people in this world, Tristan. There's the jacking up. Those that spent the yeah. pandemic jacking up. <laughs> those that spent a jacking off. I know which one I was. <laughs> I know which one we are. <laughs> I've got one very strong arm. That's right. <laughs> 
too much slapping up. That's uh, Rick and Morty, right? Yes. Doesn't Rick and Morty have the... Oh, the child. Oh, that, um, yeah. um, <laughs> that's a family guy bit. So, yeah. no. Oh, yeah, family guy. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, this guy has learnt just to say fuck you to the course. He's, he can yep. hit over... Uh, roughs and he just hits it into, he doesn't give a fuck where it goes because he's Straight learned how to the just trees. he just learned how to like oh, cool, just learn how to hit it out of the rough and get on the green so yeah. he just goes for power and, and people are saying he's doing it he, Happy Gilmore has come to golf I was about to say he has successfully Happy gilmore the yeah, documentary that, program I mean, Happy I mean, Gilmore that's it I mean we've been waiting 20 years for somebody to finally watch that and be like you know what that fucker's right Yep. Yeah. He's right. Yep. 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 Well, it's and dividing. The, coming and he's done it. It's dividing the like golfing thing. So there are those who are basically shooting McGavin. Well, the Dustin Johnson's shooting McGavin's out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dustin Johnson, I think he's. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It'd be more like those like ones who wear. Actually, no. Yeah, the ones who wear like the hats and probably wears like the. <laughs> so there's, the there's people walking around, around who are going, "This is golf, people." Yeah. Come yeah, on! yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Bryson's just it. fucked it off. Except Bryson's not a cool guy. Like Happy Gilmore. Apparently, he's a real dickhead. He's a douche. Yeah. Uh, nice one. Yeah, nice one, buddy. That's about it for the sport. So um, we go to the English Premier League. Uh, actually, can I just can we finish off that? Just cricket. Aussies beat oh, yeah. England two one in the one day international series. Yes. Super Rugby. The Brumbies beat the Reds to win the I call it the five team tournament. Well done. You beat four other teams in the country. Um, but yeah, to soccer. Phil oh, yes. oh yes, and so the listeners will be familiar with Rodriguez Watch. Um, yes, and, and probably, probably sick of it already. Uh, and so uh, James Rodriguez having an absolute cracking round. So the English Premier League round two slash one was taking place this weekend because COVID has made, has made everything fucked, and so some teams were playing their first game, some were playing their second game. Or? Not because of outbreaks, but because who knows? Yeah. Um, and so. In came Everton for their second game of the season. Rodriguez plays a blinder, scores a goal, gets an assist. Uh, homegrown Dominic Calvert-Lewin with a hat-trick in a 5-2 win over West Brom. Absolutely classic action. In other news, Liverpool dominating Chelsea to assert their dominance on the title race. Uh, Chelsea have spent an absolute mozza over the transfer window. Brought in a whole bunch of new players and still just got... Played off the park by Liverpool. Yeah. Yep. 2 0 um, with a couple of goals from Sane. You'll be very pleased to hear Tristan that Leeds triumph 4 3 over, Ful- over Fulham in the battle of the promoted clubs. And most importantly, of course, um, known minnows, Manchester United, struggled to a brave 1 3 defeat to, to Palace at the Theatre of Dreams uh, itself, Old Trafford, uh, with former player Zaha at the double. I'm going to say. Outrage. Crystal Palace. I think we'll be, become a Crystal Palace podcast. I think yes. they're our dark horse yes. um, of the year. But uh, I like this. I think I think the fact that Adam hates this part of the podcast so much, I know it just becomes a regular thing. Yes. Um, the man who likes so, to spend ten minutes talking about golf, but none about football. <laughs> Clearly not quite right. He there. knows his market. <laughs> so Leeds and uh, Leeds and um, Everton. We'll keep tracking that. We've got a, we've got a little battle going. I can't wait oh, for yeah. Everton versus Leeds. But I did say, like, well done, Phil. I saw Everton were on top. Are they still on top? They would still be yeah. on top yeah. of the table. So well done after after round one and a half. Make no mistake. I, tr- <laughs> I screenshotted that. I bet you did. <laughs> um, now, in a kind of associate, but not quite, Shout out to our Sam Kerr. She has oh. been rated the second best female player on FIFA 21. Yes. Um, which puts her on the same level as um, Cristiano Ronaldo. So really? both of them have been given the ranking, the number ninety, like ranking percentage ninety-two Amazing. Amazing. as oh, an overall. I legitimately thought you were talking about the latest EA franchise. I am. Yes. 
You're talking about esports. Yeah, yeah. FIFA 21. FIFA 21. Cristiano, that's what that's what FIFA is. If, if you're talking about the real FIFA, you're just talking about a corrupt, awful or, <laughs> organization that nobody respects or cares for. Yeah. Hence, Qatar. So you're saying that Cristiano Ronaldo plays FIFA 21. Okay, oh, man. Adam's not on board. He's, he's, um, okay, just, just just drink just, your beer. If you just open up FIFA, no, you don't need to explain it to me. <laughs> he's tapped out. He's Players have ratings, him. right? So if you pick like a one-star team, which might be some dud team from a country that no longer exists. Yeah. You know, probably the players are all going to be ranked like 62, 57. Yeah, like Togo. Togo, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Actually, Togo, one of the powerhouses in African soccer at the moment. Um, <laughs> but Cristiano Ronaldo is... So Cristiano is one of the... So Lionel Messi is number one, top yeah. men's player in the game with a 93 rating. Mm-hmm. That means he's fast, his kicks are accurate when you're playing. Yeah. Cristiano, no, Cristiano Ronaldo is 92. Controversial. Sam Kerr is also 92. Sam Kerr, the Australian. Yes. yes. Is she play cricket? Okay, let's move on to... What else did you want to mention about soccer? Just in the soccer, one story I care about. You know I'm not a big fan of the game, but Lebanon's leading soccer player, Mohamed Atmi, died on Friday, nearly a month after he was wounded in Beirut by a stray bullet that hit him in the head. He died, he was 33, and they reckon that it was caused by people firing guns in the air in celebration. Oh. Over there, they, they celebrate when... The weddings, funerals, when political leaders give speeches, even when a student passes high school exams, it's quite common for them to shoot guns in the air. Right. And I think that this guy, this leading soccer, leading goal scorer for the Lebanon international team, was oh. struck and killed by a falling bullet that someone had been celebrating with. Well, that's terrible news. Yeah. Let's move on to a whole... <laughs> <laughs> and right, moving then. right along. And that's our sports down. Thank you, Adam. Uh, all right, let's move on to hold my beer. Absolutely. I've got a bit of a cracker for you gentlemen. A real treat Whoa. that's on its way. And I'm just going to make my way over to the fridge while you speculate. Oh, it's magical. It's laughing at me. I wish I could brush my teeth with it. I want to put my dick in it. I want it to put its dick in me. I wish it were winter. We could make it into ice blocks and skate on it. Hmm. And then melt it in the springtime and drink it. All right, well, let's... Uh, I think we all agree this is our... What? All right. All right. <laughs> all, um, all right, all right, all right, Kiwi Kilmer. I think the three of us agree this is easily our favourite segment. It's my favourite. Um, welcome to Hold My Beer. Um, each week we, uh, we, we, re- we review an alcoholic beverage. And um, this week, uh, Phil is gracing us with uh, what looks... I'm very excited by this. I have to say, you've so dark. But look at this over here. You've outdone yourself already, and I'm and I'm gonna let you talk in a sec, Phil. Just before we move on, reflections on last week. The Mexican. Did we get any? I actually couldn't remember what it was called. Was mezcal. A, mezcal. Yeah, mezcal. I've had mezcal since then. I looked up special like super sp- sipping tequila, and it never came up, so I couldn't really work out what. It's it not was. a tequila, no, Tristan. <laughs> wasn't listening. That was the that was the point of the podcast last week. <laughs> Mezcal. <laughs> Honestly, if there wasn't a travel ban on, I'd already be in Oaxaca. You'd be in Oaxaca right now. Yeah. yeah. Stopping well, down Mezcal with no your, your crushed caterpillars. No doubt. Whereas this guy would be down at the local pub ordering a tequila shot going, yes, this is the same thing. <laughs> I, um, I tried this wonderful drink. It was from Mexico. <laughs> it was clear. Um, and you could sip it or you could drink it quickly. Tequila? Yeah, yeah it must have been. been. In, uh. in today's edition of this cunt... <laughs> 
It's me. Um, <laughs> That's me. So, Phil, take it away, my friend. All right, so I've got two beverages this evening, um, mm. completely separate. Okay. And the second one is a bit of a joke beverage, so oh. we'll just leave that to one side for a oh, moment. Oh, I thought they were going to compliment. I no. thought they were going to pour one yeah. the other and then like, change colour no, and bubbles no, and smoke. No, no, so Although I contemplated that and didn't have enough time to work out how that might look. So let me. I was hoping for some pyrotechnics. I'll uh, picture, explain the setup here. Phil has um, he's poured three pinkish-looking drinks into. I think they're um, gag drinks. The gag drinks in 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 uh, goblets or something like that um, behind the the computer here. Yeah. And in the in the in the in the forefront, in the, in the foreground, foreground, foreground mm-hmm. um, we have these beautiful, which Adam. I love loves. these cups. They're like, you know when you go to like, you know, a hipster cafe and they serve you like a, a $7 juice in the tiniest sort of little milk jar? That's what we've got. We've got milk jars. It's a little milk jug. Yeah. Tiny yeah. little milk jugs of what looks like to be a stout. It Correct. looks incredible. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what we've got today, gentlemen, is a stone bitter chocolate oatmeal stout. Ooh. Now that's Stone, the California brewery, not to be confused with Stone and Wood. Okay. okay. Um, and this is a special edition, and it's the encore of a special edition beer that they made a long time ago. So oatmeal, you say? Yeah, it's the bitter chocolate oatmeal stout. Mm. It's nine point two percent. So she Ooh. packs a lot. You'll All be right. thankful the glasses aren't too big. Okay. Um, and personally, it's uh, I actually picked this bottle up some time ago from a boutique shop in Berry of all places. Really? Yeah. And spotted it and just went, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get me." A big old bottle of that. And it's been sitting in the cupboard waiting for a special occasion. Le Dan Murphy. That's right. That's right. It's French in Berry. Yeah. Um, And so essentially this beautiful beer from Stone Brewing, which is based just uh, in San Diego County in California, Mm -hmm. uh, which I knew knew Tristan would be a fan of. Shout out to all our friends in San Diego. Um, So this one, it's it's essentially flavored with unsweetened, unprocessed cocoa. And the reason that they did this is when they made this, it's a special edition beer they made in 2008, and there was a spike in the price and and limited availability of hops. And so doing their special edition beer that year, they're like, well, hops are super expensive. We've got to do this without the hops, but how are we going to get that that bitterness in there? So they went to a really bitter cocoa. To make this thing, uh, to make this thing a reality, this is the Encore series. So it's not a 2008 beer. This is 2016. So this is aged. It's a four-year-old beer. Mm. What's why did why do we want beer has a shelf life? Certain beer has a shelf life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do we want beer to Although be we'll bitter? Although we'll find out. Why do we want it to be bitter? There's literally one of the most popular beers in Australia throughout all of history is Victoria. Bitter. Yeah, why why bitter? Why like we generally don't like things that are bitter. No, no, no but bitter is like a, a whole type of beer. Yeah. You've got your bitters, you've got you got bitter, you've got your lager, you've got your IPAs. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I know, I just was I, you know, we generally tend to like sweet and non bitter things that, that we I don't that, that's true. That's okay, we have a sugary drink for you at the end. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Putting this up in the soda stream earlier. <laughs> Oh dearie me! So okay. these these lovely peeps who made Stone Brewing, which is one of my one of my absolute favourites, they make a whole bunch of really great beers. Mm. Um, now the ninth biggest brewers in the US and the pioneers of the West Coast IPA. Have they so, been bought out by one of the big companies? Isn't that the deal with a lot of these sort of? Or do we call it a microbrew? Like, Prob- probably bought out by one of the big companies, but at this course, point, as long as they continue to make... They're going to come make... out with a seltzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a, a, what is it? A bitter, a bitter chocolate oatmeal stout seltzer? Yeah. <laughs> it's a superb bottle. It's a, a beautiful dark bottle with, a, I think, a, like a devilly... Is that a devil? 
on the front. Yeah, it's devilish. Yeah, with wings and all that stuff. So holding up a pint of obviously this wonderful stout. It's a, it's a gargoyle. It's a a gargoyle. gargoyle. Apologies. Yeah. Um. So the gargoyle is holding up a. a uh, isn't a gargoyle like a half a lion type thing? That looks the like gargoyles a are those stone things you get on top of the cathedrals. I just think of the gargoyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah you yeah, think of the cartoon gargoyles, aren't you? No, I was kind of started thinking about Ghostbusters and the the, the wolves. The and they te- were dogs. See, it felt to wolves. me that you were going down the terror dogs. Yeah, yeah, the dogs. Mm, it it, it felt to me that you were going down like a Scooby Doo thing where you just peel the mask off the gargoyle and it's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Southie Stewart. <laughs> yes. Um, incredible description on the back. I mean, I'm not going to read it all. That's that's a that's a that's a Oof, that's, that's a story. It is a long story, and half of it is the guy talking about how hard it was going to be to write the tasting notes. If uh, you can finish that, you're not. You can, you can actually still drive home. What I like about the bottle is that they made it look like it's almost because also because of the darkness and this beautiful dark um, color of the stout. It, the bottle looks, and also the brown glass of the bottle it looks like a classic, like. Maybe it's an old bottle that's been around for like a long, long time. It's just like a, you know... A, you a, found it in your granddad's yeah. shed. Yeah. It gives it away by when you look at the bottom and then you've got just in the bottom down here, you've got the website and also the little logos for yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even Pinterest on the bottom. Oh, really? And yeah, so there's no... It's clearly, it's historical because there's no Snapchat or TikTok. There's no Snapchat. There's oh, no TikTok. Yeah. And any of the other ones... We're talking about way back. Way, way back in back. the 2018. What's MySpace? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, oh, and there's also a hashtag. Hashtag Stone Encore. So if you're listening and you like it, hashtag Stone Encore. Hashtag, we haven't got a hashtag yet. We, we will get one. Yeah, all right, we will get one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get a drink in, guys. And uh, as a side note, I haven't actually tried this beer before. It's a special cool. edition and a single off, so we will see how this goes. Here we are. Oh, strap in. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that is actually quite gorgeous. Oh. Not as heavy as the last stout we had. But Elsie. Yep. No, it's not, because I've been having that all night. Tonight. Yeah. And this has actually been a little step down. This is bringing you down. It's, it's stronger in alcohol. And I feel you can taste that. It's, it definitely packs like... Elsie the milk stout's so smooth mm. that it just goes down so easy, whereas this is packing a bit of a punch on the way in. Mm. That's it gorgeous. Mm. I, I've been wasting my life. Not, not drinking stout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose it's asked the question, when's the right time to drink stout? Well, right now is perfect. <laughs> <Right> now. <laughs> every, this is great. At every possible conceivable moment. Is How often do you question. go to a pub and, 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 and order a stout? For me, most of the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because it's my favourite. Middle of summer, just when it's really hot, I'll, I'll switch to a lager. But most of the time, a stout or a red ale. So a stout's like a colder weather beer. It is. It, it's conventionally a colder because it's a bit beer, heavier. For sure. It's you, a bit heavier. You're not going to drink one to hydrate, are you? Not at all. No. Not at all. But I just... It, for, meal replacement. for me, it's what I like most in beer. And so if there's a good one available, yeah. I'm always going to go for that. And, and except that, again, mate. Except that window in the middle of summer where you're sweating like crazy. And again, it's just that I'm going to do the job. Adam, you once said something about... Can you say something about you You sometimes order stouts at a pub? To... There's a reason I order stouts at a pub. Right. And it's because I want out of the round. Explain. Well, it's, it's, there's a round. I'm there with like six mates from work. And they're like, all right, we'll do a round. All right, Adam, you, you're up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go get a Guinness, and everyone will just immediately go, well, you know, you just take care of yourself tonight, and we'll be, we'll have a round over here. It's like, fantastic, because not oh, half the time, That's actually I, get the pub, I get on the round, 
three beers later, I gotta go home to the family, mm-hmm. and I haven't had my full clip back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I bought six. 100%. I've had three. I ripped you off. I'm so walking many times. out of there like a dickhead. Yeah. Not this time. I've had just as many stouts as I want, and no one else is there with no me. No one else is in on it. That's actually brilliant. It's perfect. It's and the... you get the stout pass to go with it. It's amazing. Yeah, you don't even need dinner. And yeah, as you say, it's a meal substitute. It's so absolutely. I don't feel like this it's is the up and go of alcohol. Heavy. Yeah. It's, it's almost good for you. Hmm. Yeah, it's like I a diet. Honestly, beer. have started to see it get stocked in health food stores. No, seriously. Yeah, as a meal replacement kit. <laughs> I, had Tristan, I had Tristan there for a there second, for a listeners, but clearly I was too mm. sarcastic on the second. Well, delivery. you know, at one point it will that will happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, I you know, I, I mean, I can't taste chocolate. I'm not sure I could potentially taste oatmeal, um, but it's certainly bitter you, and it's certainly like stouty. But I, I can taste both of those. You things. taste chocolate and oats. Okay. Yeah. No, like like you know when you have a really bitter eighty percent dark chocolate. Yes. Where it's almost powdery. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah, yeah. They're really it's, crumbly. It's got particularly the um, the organic ones. That's it. That's yeah. it. It's got that hit at the beginning, and then yeah. like if you actually just sit in the later, like you've you've swallowed it, give it two three seconds. After that, you're starting to get that almost feeling like you've just eaten some oats. Okay. All right. Don't cool. eat oats that Take much, but yeah. Do that you... was my very technical way yeah. and, and clearly elegant way of describing these things. But I'm like, firstly, it's you with the chocolate. Then it really hits you with the oats, gentlemen. <laughs> And really then at 9.2%, nose in it throws you out Just the fucking window. Just me for a Throw your nose in there. <laughs> Take a really deep sniff and tell me you're not getting a little bit of soy sauce. Yeah. Oh, big yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. Big time soy sauce. Yes. Right? Yeah. You could say, I'll close your eyes, go, yeah, yep. pour the soy on the yeah. sushi. I could, pour this over, I could pour this over fish. I could pour this over chicken. A little bit of sesame oil. Good know? call. Yeah. Stout fish or something like that. Yeah. Cooking with stout. All right. I, I would like to oh, maybe think more about this. Maybe we'll need a new segment. And just a side note, because I did just reference throwing somebody out a window and I discovered one of my Thank favorite you. words recently. Uh, and do you know what? Wait, what did you what, say? There's a fancy word for throwing <laughs> things out a window. Man? <laughs> 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 you just snuck that one in, listeners. <laughs> but do you know what the word... Well, like, obviously you're going to guess it from here, but you know there's a word for throwing somebody out a window. It's to defenestrate them. No, I, I did not know it's that. It's such an elegant word. If you defenestrate somebody, that's throwing them out a window. Really? The fact that somebody thought to give that a name and gave it such a regal name. Yeah. I love it. So, well, how, why are we so talking that mean about this? Fenestrate means you're staying in your lounge room. Maybe. And defenestrate means you're out the window. Yeah, so like if you're fenestrating, you're just hanging out. All right. If you're defenestrating, you're getting thrown out the window. All right. Well, so, I can certainly fenestrate with a couple more of these. Yep. And this is at 9, 9.2%. It's a, it's yeah. a window chucking kind right. of those. Uh, but you killed a man. We've lost Tristan now. Okay, so you're saying we stay in the lounge room? We've stayed in the lounge yeah, room. Okay. We're currently fenestrating. I, I just got I had another Ace Ventura thing. I'm just thinking of oh, when, the, the, only yeah, this because yeah. they throw them out. <laughs> only this. Ah, yeah. Ah, ah. <laughs> he fenestrated that man. Ah, uh, oh, she did. He did. She did. She did. Because he found Captain Winky. I think I think I think you need to um, do some research on what the proper pronoun is before we go down that road. I'm sorry, I apologise. I think Ace Ventura is actually being cancelled, so we don't really talk about it anymore. Why? Because they got hashtag Me Too. Yeah, he got Me Too. Did Jim Carrey get Me Too? <laughs> Jim Carrey didn't, and like it's not a Me Too, but Ventura yeah. is definitely being cancelled because yeah. it's politically because yeah, it's, trans- it's transphobic. Oh. oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. You know, the, the 
the whole Ew. plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, in, yeah. in fairness, well, these are the worst gets of hemorrhoids I've ever seen. Yeah. In, in fairness, it is savagely transphobic. It, look, it was, it was, you know, it, it was, was of its time. time. It was of its time. Yeah. I, I will always love it. Um, okay, well, no, this is. Uh, um, I like this beer. Good. Yeah, I do like yeah. this beer. I, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. I preferred Elsie. I'm not going to lie to you. Yep. I think this maybe this is, I think it's the soy notes I'm getting, and because maybe I met I met had stir fry before I came in here. I made it with soy sauce and oyster sauce, and I'm getting very similar kind of flashbacks to dinner right now. Yep. That's good. That's All right. good. It's okay. You know, at some point your palate will catch up in sophistication, <sighs> and you'll enjoy it. So what's the <laughs> What's the catch-up uh, drink listeners, you got here? Listeners, just so we clear, Adam looked like he wanted to punch me when I said that. <laughs> uh, so oh, just man, translating palates, that one, mate. and it was fair enough. Speaking of sophisticated palates, what's this uh, pinkish? Uh, right, just licking his lips while he looks at this pinkish so hue. The, the two of you have known me long enough now to know that I love a weird, stupid purchase. Sure. And so I found myself... Reminding I am the one who bought the yogurt, Korean yogurt drink, but yeah. It smells very similar to the Korean yogurt that is, drink. That is true. You, you, you are a, a, a serious contender to the stupid shit thrown. Mm-hmm. But I found myself at a, at a candy shop in the Blue Mountains the other day. I'm liking where this is going. And I'm looking around and I'm mm. like, you know what I'd like to buy? I'd like to buy the same trash that's in any energy drink, but with a label that I can love. And so, gentlemen, you're about to taste... A flaming Mo energy drink. Oh, ah, yeah. oh, cheers, gentlemen! Wow. Cheers, gentlemen! I've seen that. that I've just, only one fool buys, but I buy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Good call. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Listeners, if you wanted a show which reviews San Diego Stout with flaming Mo energy drink, you found it. <laughs> liquor in a mug will warm you like a hug. Happiness is just a flaming mole away. Good memory. Holy moly. It's got a bunch, doesn't it? It's like a a so sweet. It's a lot of sugar. That's a creaming soda on... That's a lot of sugar. On sugar. And so basically it's... You said the secret ingredient. It tastes tastes like every energy drink that's ever been made, but it came in a can with moe. Flaming moe on it, yeah. Um, So I paid... shredding the meat off my gums. And it is... (laughs) And so, as a result, it was worth the five dollars ninety I paid for it. Um, and uh, I wasn't intending this; I wasn't going to put them together. But you know what? I'm going to do it. You're doing it, aren't you? I'm going to. I'm just going to pour this. You're going to do this. Oh I'm my god! This. What it happens? Is. What when happens? You mix a flaming mo with a stout. Uh, 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 set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not burn my house down. I don't know what the science I've never, is. I've never but fire made it good. <laughs> I've never. That was a I've fascinating. Never hated anything that's, so that's much. like a fascinating journey from like at the first few seconds it was the best thing that had ever happened, and on the tail end it was the worst thing that yeah. had ever happened, and it's even oh. now at, at half half. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. I already drank my once again. Mo, so you know, I couldn't even mix at it. some point maybe your palate will, will catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Finish that. Maybe maybe your palate will catch up to this yeah, sophisticated mix of energy drink. Flaming four-year-old stout and oatmeal stout. <laughs> All right, how many beards are we giving this stout? I'm not going to rate the flaming mo because I just don't feel like it's worthy of well, a beer. It's clearly five beards. Out <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> um, Adzo, I'll give it a three and a half beards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I will give it a. I'll give it a three and a half as well. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a good stout, and I think it's a. It's quite. Drinkable, but um, oh, yeah, you're gonna 
voted the same as me again. Did that last time? Every time so far, I believe. Seven more the, from the pickleback all the way through Take to the flaming moment. Well, this is probably the worst possible time for me to also give it a three and a half. <laughs> uh, because on this particular occasion, I, I, I quite like this beer, but oh, I agree. I fine. agree. I, I'm, I'm with you that I like Elsie the Milk Stout more. Yeah, you, gotta yeah, have you a guys have both rated right? your back. And, yeah. and it's in there. It's, it's, this is a quality beer, and I, I like anything that's a bit interesting, a bit different. I love it for that. But in terms of the pure quality of the beer, it's, it's, it's about a three and a half. All right. Yeah. So we've got three and a half all around. Well, then if you guys are going three and a half, I'll give it a three. How about that? Really, you're going to give it the same as your yogurt <laughs> drink? The yogurt fermented How do you remember what I've, what I've... All right, I'm oh, going to have to create a system. Because the fact that you gave it 60%. I did it as well. I did as well. But I had the good yep. sense to vote this at least half a star. Okay, I'm that. going to develop... I, you know what? I said I was going to develop a spreadsheet which showed us... All right. Maybe we're just going to redact the three stars we gave... The fizzy yogurt drink. I think I think we can fix all of this. Put by, that down by. to maybe a one and a half, and then we've got a lot more freedom. Yeah. Because right now I can't vote anything under that. That's okay. my that's my situation. Yeah, yeah. That's a, you, you've established a floor that's too high. All right. It's I want to ask. Uh, I want to segue a little bit here. <laughs> Phil, I know you like ribs. Oh, Jesus. We talked about this before. Is stout a good beer with ribs? I don't think so. Oof. I'm going to start there. Okay, so we've gone. I'm going to open up the conversation we've gone off by saying no. Um, okay. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start the debate with a really nuanced um, perspective on this, which is, oh, it just sounds fucking delicious. Your ribs rebuttal? and stout. Ribs are great. <laughs> stout is great. The two things together are both very. Oh, is this going? The two things together are both very very heavy. That's my that's my concern. We've got. The heaviness, the meat, the sauces is very rich. It's yep. very meaty, yep. porky often. You know, you can get beef ribs or whatever, but that deep, rich, sweet flavours. Yeah. Then you throw a stout on top of that, it's just putting more on top of more. You want, you want, you want to have a really light, really crisp, almost flavourless beer. Or go your wines. Go your, go, go your sweet wine. Even your red wines with ribs. Fantastic. No. But you're not going to have a stout with ribs in a million years. All right. Sydney, Sydney side. I don't know if there's one in there. Okay, you go to Hurricanes. You go to Hurricanes. Yep. They're now COVID free. They're now COVID free. Three days. Shout out Brighton Los Angeles. So they're COVID free. You sit down. Firstly, what ribs are you ordering? You're ordering the, the full rack pork ribs. Pork? Absolutely, every Filled time. Full pork? Full rack pork. If I got beef, is that you bad? Get, you can get the beef. You can get the beef. Well, if I'm beef, you, you get, get one of those. I'll trade, you, I'll trade you one or two. Yeah, you trade a couple of ribs, right? Yeah, you Absolutely. always trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always you always trade. want someone to get the different ribs so you can are have a little Are there lamb ribs? Is that There are lamb ribs, yeah. Can you get a lamb rib? They're not great, but you no. can get lamb ribs. Okay. I don't, I think you can get lamb ribs. Um, <laughs> I think you can get ribs of any animal that has ribs. Phil, do you remember yeah, we, we, in, uh, we were in... We were in... Tennessee. We went to... Did Tennessee? Oh, yeah. We've oh, been to a lot of places. We went to Memphis, and we got that oh, yeah. dry rub yep. rib. That was yep. lamb. That was pretty good, but for yeah. me, that trip earlier in New Orleans uh, at Legacy Kitchen, full rack pork ribs, Yeah. twice in one day. Really? Yep. Twice in one day. That was with Ollie. Just <laughs> having a very good time. We yeah. went there for lunch and then we found ourselves back there at 11 p.m. And I'm looking at the menu and I'm thinking to myself, I really should pick something different. But how often is one in New Orleans? Yeah. How often is one at Legacy Kitchen? And so I'm looking at it going, I just can't bring myself to order anything else. So I ordered another rack. 
Is Legacy Kitchen like a... Is that a place? <laughs> is it... Is it I'm yes, like, Tristan. We, it's a place. Are we bad for not knowing what it is? <laughs> it's... No, no, no. So it's, you're in New Orleans. You're not getting the crawfish. He hasn't had the crawfish. I had that for breakfast. Okay. Or the donuts that they do. Well, every, yeah. every, everything is just like deep fried <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, there's, there's southern food. You, you, you know, those really like. You boys are just describing my day at this point. <laughs> I remember when Lynn, when my wife and I we went to um, New Orleans together for the first time, which was incidentally incidentally like two weeks between before Hurricane Katrina, and we were actually in the hotel. Oh, shit. I still remember this, yeah. and they have like a channel which is dedicated to what to do in a hurricane or in a flooding. Right. And I remember just like we were in the hotel and we had a channel on, and I was like. Oh please! As if this is ever going to happen. I still remember distinctly saying that. Yeah, yeah. And you're insensitive like that, though. Uh, a little, yeah. yeah. So it was um, you that jinxed New Orleans. I kind of started it. Yeah. But I remember we were, go- we were in the lobby and we were waiting to go get a taxi to the airport. And I thought I was, you know, do I have a meal now or do I get something at the airport? Oh, I'll eat something now. And I ordered a po' boy, which oh, is yeah. uh, you a know, deep fried shrimp in a roll. on a roll mm, and with oh, like mayonnaise and things. Is that mm, just made it to the airport toilets? Just. Yeah, yeah. Just. Um, A po' boy basically being a fried sandwich of any description. Like, the South is one of those places which, you know, along with the ribs, it's like, everything sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And for a little bit it is. Yeah, it's like, the first thoughtful is like, oh my God, this is ambrosia. This is the food of the gods. I never want to eat a thing. You're flying. You're drinking beers this big for cheap (laughs) and you're having cocktails and you're eating like... The fried foods and you're just like this is we've this, done it this is living people yep. and we then yeah and regret then reality yeah. catches up reality. With that you first just, night yeah. when yep. it's now four in the morning and you can't sleep because your heart's making too much noise mm-hmm. yeah that's when you know you're gonna Uh-oh, change your heart just stop <laughs> oh, there, it there. Goes. Goes. no like it's and you get into that whole like australian privilege thing oh, i just want to be back in australia where i can get my sushi or i want to yeah. get good aussie food like Sushi train, <laughs> Thai, curry, <laughs> curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but you like literally. Like, I love that you want to come back and have a curry, a famously light meal. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Compared to some of the food in the okay. south, well, this is also in, you're. Yeah, also... that's true. That's true. And in the south, I got to say, like you, you know me, Tristan. You've known me for quite a while. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty up there in terms of meat eaters. Yes. But my god, I just wanted some vegetables. Yeah, you do. You, do, you oh, crave man. it, right? Yeah. This is what I want to know. Well, you're traveling with your wife, who is a completely. Humorless vegetarian. Yes. And often when she travels, she goes vegan. She's like, well, she's not She's not joking around. She's, <laughs> she's not one of these... Uh, she's not oh, I, I, I'm a vegetarian, but I also eat fish and yeah, chicken. And fish and lamb is fine. <laughs> yeah. But you're lying there in bed next to her. You've had the fried sandwich. Yeah. She's probably uh, found some kind of sumo salad or jamba juice where she can get just what she desires. She's sleeping like an angel. Have you been on our holidays before? Yeah, but this is what no, it must be worse. That's exactly when you, what it's when, like when you had when you made those horrible decisions yes. for your own nutrition, and you're trying to deal with that. You don't have me in the room with you, and we're both just going, oh, <laughs> oh. It's like, oh, no, uh, don't get up. It's my turn, and I waddle to the bathroom. Okay, oh. listeners, I have to share a story with you. This is sorry, this is a sidebar. Phil, you need to I listen to this story because it's I a great this. story. Yep. I've, I've been there with other people, but I want to hear it from you. Um, and shout out to my cousin Luke, who said, listen, when you've got a great story, you just go with it. you got to run with it. Um, <laughs> Adam <laughs> and I and my wife went to San Francisco together. Yeah, uh, we shared a room at a hotel. 17 Three years of ago. us. We had 
flown from Sydney to San Francisco. <laughs> we had drunk on the plane. We'd eaten on the plane. Um, and we'd landed in San Francisco early in the morning. We had the day. At no point did Adam and I have any bowel movements. Uh, you know when you travel long haul and you don't actually go to the toilet for yeah. like a while? Everything's all bumped up. Yeah, you body doesn't know what time it is it's like it's like your body's just gone it's a foreign environment it's not safe to take you're eating dinner you're eating dinner like seven it's all over the shop no one knows what's going on so adam the problem with my good friend adam here is he likes to describe things quite as we know uh fairly uh vividly vividly thank you um and he kept saying as we were walking around oh man it's got to go somewhere and ease one out (laughs) and um but it never actually came (laughs) So my wife, God love her. The phone was ringing, but I wasn't ready to accept the charges. <laughs> so my wife, God love her, after the day of like exploring, we're like, all right, we've gotten through the day, let's go to bed. Adam's like, I need to go. Now it's happening right now. My, my gorgeous wife, she said, you boys are not using the toilet in our hotel room, which we paid quite a significant amount. We're staying at the money. Intercontinental. Top of the mark. Uh, and she said, you guys can go and find the toilet in the downstairs gym. Can and I just Adam say, I, before, before this happened... At about two in the morning, we'd gone to Jack in the Box. Yes, yeah. uh, for a because uh, we were so out of whack. Classic move. I think we went and got one of those the Oreo cookie shakes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Entire entire days worth of oh, calories yeah. in yeah. one drink. Oreo cookie shake. Yeah. Uh, so we were forced to use the toilet. <laughs> I got the... sent to the lobby. I got sent to. No, the we lo- were in the gym. I remember. The gym was in the basement. Yeah, I think Lindy wanted us one level lower than the ground, <laughs> as far as she could get us. Yep. Can we go to the ground? Like, can we go to one floor? Is there any further you can go? <laughs> and then uh, my wife and I had intercourse while um, Adam was in sleeping in the bed. Still awake yeah. while he eats. Not asleep. Out. We were young. It was, you know, what are we going to do? You what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? And and I think if we wrap up this segment, this is, this is the um, time before now headphones. Now we've, we've painted a beautiful. <laughs> Now we've painted every a beautiful every squelch. word picture about every squelch. Is this really inspires me because America has been a home to some of my some of the filthiest things I've ever eaten. Yes, oh, yeah. and so let's let, let's just go around for the what just brings to mind as the filthiest thing you've ever eaten. For me, it was it was at the ice hockey, and loved everything about that experience. Particularly when I rocked up and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get a hot dog. And I go to the stand and I look at the hot dog hot dog stand and they're like, holy shit, there's a mac and cheese hot dog. A hot dog with mac and cheese over yeah. the top of it, and then bacon powder sprinkled oh, yeah, over the top yeah, of that. Yeah. And I'm like, strap in. And so I go up and I order it, and they make it, they bring it back out. And when I lift it up out of the packet, I find that the bun itself has been buttered and toasted like a like a toasted sandwich oh, as well. God. So it's like buttered toasted sandwich bun, hot dog sausage, mac and cheese, bacon powder. It was without a doubt. The Dude. most delicious thing I, I have say. ever eaten. Didn't you say filthiest thing? It was delicious and filthy. <laughs> and let's be clear, the most delicious thing I've ever eaten, the second one was a mistake. The second one was a mistake. <laughs> you went for dose. I went for dose. I never go for because, dose. Honestly, because, because I'm sitting there going, no, you have to go I'm going dose. home yeah. in a couple of days. This is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. You know what? I need more of this. I took one bite of the second one and I'm like, firstly, I've made a mistake. Secondly... I commit to my mistakes. Yeah. Let's take this thing down. I think people are most disappointed when they go to America and they realise the nacho hat isn't really a thing. No. Oh, nacho, yeah. nacho, yeah. man. Everyone goes to go, oh, we're going to get a nacho hat and you're going to be bitterly disappointed. Where are you going to find it? That sounds unbelievable, Phil. Uh-huh. God, I want one of those right now. The second one. It's like when we went to that uh, the food trucks in Austin and I had that egg roll and I was like really kind of kind of drunk. Yeah. And I fucked up. I was like, oh God, that egg roll. And I was like, it was so greasy and yes. fried and like the mystery meats and things inside. I'm like, this is incredible. It's so salty. It's just soaking up everything. 
I'm going back again. The second one's never great. Never. Yeah, good. it's never. never yeah. I think Americans have worked. No, I was going to say Americans know about control, and no, they don't know that. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Uh, Adam, I haven't. Oh, God. Man, fucked up. I mean, it's, I don't know. The the, the I, I used to make a lot of dude food for my friends. Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. Kind of, yes. it's kind of my thing that they'd turn up to my house and I'm like. I'm gonna make nachos, but instead of chips, I'm gonna use mini hot dogs. Oh, and I'm like a huge fan of that. But I did make one time the the pizza burger, which oh, was nice. a hamburger, but the buns were actually pepperoni pizzas, nice. yep. stuffed with meat yep. and like the whole salad thing. And uh, yeah, we had a slice each, and it was it was actually it was fantastic. I bet it was. It was yeah. delicious. Yeah, Adam's for the man who amazing. can't decide between but, pizzas and burgers. Yeah, yeah, why not both? Strap in. on our stuff. But uh, yeah, that was kind of my thing when I yeah would regularly host my friends at my house. We'd just do the biggest, the dudest food that you could do. I love everything about that. So is this the like is this the dudest food or is this the like filthiest? I, I think they go hand in hand, right? Yeah, it is. It's probably the same description. You don't think of like the filthiest food as being? Oh, what would Lindsay eat for dinner? <laughs> the oh, opposite. I overcooked my kale. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I can't. I, you know what? Come back to it. Like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think about that and come back next week. Absolutely. Yeah, please. Yeah. Homework. Uh, For a man who's been to America this much, it shocks me, bud. Oh, look, I could. Uh, there's a lot, but I think I'll let me think I, about it. He's overwhelmed by choice. Uh, so yeah, look, I think we didn't really talk about ribs too much, but uh, I think ribs is one of those uh, meals which I just. It just is always so appetizing. Like, it's always served on the beautiful wooden board. Absolutely. You get the, co- the cob of corn. You get a cob of corn. That's what always wins me. You, you get a perfectly yellow cob of or corn. A, you know you're going to dip in the sauce. Dip in the sauce. Yeah, it's going to have chips. that lovely glaze over the top. Mm. When you've got too much meat, you're going to have some potato chips or a bit of the... Maybe a, maybe a boiled potato. Like, yeah. what's it called? A mm-hmm. potato baked jack. Potato. Baked potato. Yeah, your serviette's going to go like clear from the oil. Clear from the oil. You're going to wear the bib, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, you're going to have... And I feel like the and, scout would go and, well with it. You're gonna get. You're gonna have enough to take away. You get the full rack at Hurricanes. You are taking. Yeah, full rack. You're morning. bringing back. Um, well, and you obviously wouldn't be allowed in the house, but I would be. No, I'd hide it. it. <laughs> I'd hide it. Tristan, Tristan has a garage a fridge. Tristan has a secret fridge. Um, um, and yeah. I feel like the reason why we didn't get to talk about ribs that much is because at the end of the day, it's basically are we going to have a segment called Three Men Agree? On <laughs> ribs being the greatest yeah. thing that ever happened. No that's basically here. where we're at. There's yeah. no conflict. Oh yeah, ribs There's is great. The slightest bit of conflict, which was uh, stout with ribs, is outrageous. I think it would be delicious. Then I really thought about it, and I'm like, I'm still oh, angry. About actually, that. actually, probably better to have I just feel something like, light with the you know ribs what? for the purpose of eating more ribs. Yeah, that's the only yeah, reason. You don't want to heavy up your your, your stomach because I'm stout. I'm looking at it from a taste perspective. You going, have that works really well. A, a, you know, a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, you get rib all night. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I was going to say, check the, the website www.freedmanpodcast.com.au Slash ribs Slash ribs No, it is our first blog post, it's about ribs uh, We're going we're gonna to deep dive into the world of ribs So go and have a read um, But I, I just think it's one of those meals Which, if it's there and it's, you know, it's that and a steak I'm, go- I'm generally going the ribs Every time Yeah, yeah. Well, but, be, I mean, You know what, I'm going to say I'll go the specialty of the house if I'm at a steak restaurant, I'm going to get the finest steak I've ever had. If I'm at a, the rib place, I'm going to get those ribs that are going to just like make me just fall in love with them all over That's again. Right. If you're in Brighton Les Sands, going to get a heavy dose of Rona. Fair enough. You're going to get some ribs to go with that. May as well get the ribs. <laughs> ribs. Ribs and stout, my friends. All right. Ribs and Rona. All right, we are now up to the most serious part of the show. It's our penultimate segment. We're talking video games, guys. So. 
happening at the moment. One, uh, ads. No more bitching from you about uh, Adam. Listeners, if you've been listening, Adam makes a tends to make a joke about how. Oh, is that available on Nintendo Switch? Like, I've been talking about Fall Guys, as we know. Yeah, like, Doom yeah. Eternal? And all that stuff, and you're Doom like, Eternal Doom Eternal? Yeah, that's it. We're all they playing on this it. Nintendo Switch, blah, blah, blah. Well, Super Mario Bros. 35. Welcome to Super Mario Brothers with 35 players. It's a competitive online battle game. What? 35 what? players. It's all part of their 35-year anniversary. Amazing. 35 players will compete to be the last Mario standing or running. Enemies defeated will be sent to other players' courses... But also works the way around, blah, 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 blah. Basically, it's a Battle Royale so Mario game great. exclusive to <laughs> Nintendo Switch online members. Assume you're an online member. Match. <laughs> we have to look it up how to become no, an online definitely member. Definitely get an online membership later and, tonight. And for, for listeners who haven't heard the term naturally being shortened to Natch, I assume that's what you meant. Are you serious? He's Are you from, serious? He's right from now? Queensland. Natch. They don't say it up Natch. Natch. Yes, Natch. Yeah. Natch. Means naturally. So, Na- Natchville. Sorry, sorry, old man. Natch- <laughs> I mean, I've heard of Snatch, but yeah, uh, have not Natch. Um, <laughs> do a podcast on that. Also, don't know how we fucking missed this. Well, I do know because we're all adults and some of us have kids, but still. Uh, Puma. <laughs> I don't know how Phil missed this. Puma. <laughs> I don't know how you fucking missed this, Phil. Puma released. RS Dreamer Super Mario 64 basketball shoes and they look the bomb too. Oh no, you're looking up now? They're sold out. Oh god damn it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I want to see them. Yeah, they're sold out. I can dream. I know I'm never going to win the lottery but I'd like to buy it. If I can't have them, I don't want to see them. It's an RS what what? Just look up Puma Super Mario shoes, I guess. Way ahead of you. They got the stars on the back on on the heel. They got the little... It's red and blue. It doesn't look too like like you could wear them on a court and people go, yeah, they're pretty funky. What do you reckon? The, the moment you described it, I wanted it. Yeah. And I don't even... Yeah. Oh my God, I want yeah. it so much. It's, yeah. It, yeah, I know. I'm going to try and get them. Humor, you if you're listening. <laughs> Our TVA news wrap is still up for sponsorship. Um, Adzo, as well, for you specifically. I found an alternative to Mario Golf. I'm happy to say two days ago, I downloaded a game on PS4. Called Everybody's Golf. Yeah, I used to play Everybody's Golf on PS2. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was like the first of the golf, the great golf game. It's basically Mario. It is golf, exactly the Mario, but golf. in a weird Asian world. Yeah, totally. But you can even like. And I don't mean that do like the the Asians are weird. I mean like it's that thing it's, where it's Asians really like it. Too late, dude. There's already a hashtag. Yeah, you can do taunts <laughs> and everything. You have to and you press B twice. <laughs> Oh yeah, I used to play. Me and Mike used to play Everybody's Golf on well, his it's PS4. Well, so the graphics are great. Years ago. And like, it's the same thing. The mechanics of the game is exactly the same as Mario yeah. Golf. Funky little courses. It's great. Really zany XPs. Yeah. You know, all bizarre. Like, but it literally is like, you know, you go to a... If you imagine... If you said to me, hey, what's golf like in Japan? Like, anime <laughs> style? That's kind of what it is. Yeah. So I downloaded if, that. If, if so Studio... an octopus walks across the course. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, but fun. Basically, if Studio Ghibli designed a golf course... This is it. This is what it would be like. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So and, uh, up until up until that moment, I wasn't sold, and now I am. Yeah. No, it, look, my, my son enjoys it. He likes a good golf game, and now I feel like if we're at my place, we've now got a Super Mario equivalent. Yeah, um, because they don't have a golf on the Switch yet, but they got the RPG golf, which I'm not. No, no, that looks mm. just okay. Yeah. Um, 
video games I've been playing this week, I've been playing uh, Minecraft. I don't get it. Minecraft? I don't get it. You're still doing that? I've only gotten better. Okay. Um, I don't really get it, but I enjoy it. And I'll say that I... This isn't necessarily a new thing. You've dabbled in it before. I've dabbled. I've been playing again. It's quite a therapeutic game. It seems like kind of zen. It's like building Lego blocks or something like that. It's like online Lego... Because I'm playing in the mode where you just create. So there's yes. no point to it except for creation. Great. But I played the survival mode of Minecraft and I don't get it. Okay. Like, I don't get the. Like, like, there are bad guys. I, I, you know, I've never really played Minecraft. Yeah. But I, as far as I understand, it's like a, a building giant world. I feel like you're part of a world that you need to be a part of, and uh, you know, there's just these things that the younger generations get, and we just will never get it. Yeah. It's one like of those flossing. things. Yeah. I get it. I don't get it. TikTok. Yeah. 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 All that stuff. I get uh, Facebook story, like Instagram stories. Yeah. People go, oh, you got to do it on Instagram stories. It's there for yeah. one day and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- Shit's Creek. I've tried three times to watch it. It won seven Emmys today. Yes, it did. Congrats. I've got no idea what's going on. I, it's not for me. Are you saying Shit's Creek is the Instagram story of the I just, TV I world? That, I think that's exactly what he's saying. You know, <laughs> and I also think we've found the age, the, the age dividing line like beautifully here, which is that like Minecraft is one of those things that I look at and I'm like, that's great for you kids, but I don't get it. Like I can see what you see, but when I play it, it's it's not giving me yeah, anything. So yeah. that's that's the line. It's like there. Instagram stories. And then and then no no, but then a line comes out here, which is Shit's Creek. I fucking love Shit's Creek. Great oh, show. Okay. Great show. So that's yeah. obviously capturing my. Let's dive into that next week. So I'm sitting somewhere between Shit's Creek and Minecraft. I will try to get to no, the no, first no. episode. No no no. It's a sentence I never thought I'd say. And we will be able to try and work out where I think it went wrong and why you love it. Mm. Okay. Because Does it, everyone seems to love it. It's like a good place. So many people love it. Oh, I yeah, love so it. get it. The good place I didn't quite get. I didn't okay. quite get okay. that. But Focus. Shit's Creek. Great Let's show. review Shit's Creek next week. So that's my uh, my news. I'm playing Minecraft. Well uh, done. Feel love it. Uh, so on my retro streak has continued because uh, I haven't been quite ready to commit my life to another big big kind of RPG game, which will probably be up next. I reckon that'll be Final Fantasy VII Remake. Right. So in the meantime, I'm playing Doom 64 on PlayStation 4. Wait, Final Fantasy VII oh, Remake. Yep. Are they up to like Final Fantasy 20? They are, but what they did... So 7 is the most... 7 is the big one. The seven, right. Seven's one. the most iconic. But they're redoing it. And so they remade it. Okay. And it's they're like the Ocarina of Time Final Fantasy. Yeah. They redo yeah. it. Yeah, okay, good. And they're remaking it in three parts. So they've made the first part. Uh, apparently it's amazing. Epic. And it's amazing enough that it hasn't dropped in price yet. And as the listeners will be coming oh, to understand... Is, is that they have to drop the price <laughs> before I will buy it. $3 will do. Just drop the fucking price. But anyway, speaking of dropping 64. the price, Doom 64, which cost me $3.55. And this is the one that was on the N64? Was on the N64. And you have it on PS4? I do. Huh. Yep. Okay. And so, the things that I have learned playing yes. Doom 64. Firstly, that the Nintendo 64 uh, was something that happened a long fucking time ago. Yeah. And it shows. And yeah, I've got this yeah, nostalgic yeah. view of the Nintendo 64 as yeah. like the greatest thing that ever happened to gaming. And yes, it did. realistic golden eye. Yeah, it did. Exactly, exactly. It did in so many ways. It was like an iconic turning point. But when you go back to it, eh, yeah, you, there's, yeah, there's some things that aren't so good. And so, um, yeah, it's, it, it's a reminder of that. Like some of the classic moments here, it's like you're in a 3D space, but the... the the things coming at you are actually kind of in 2D, so the whole thing kind of looks like there's a cardboard yeah. pop-up yeah, but jumping at you. Sprites. That was Doom. Doom yeah. was always Sprite. Yeah, but this is like Nintendo 64, right? So I'm not picturing it that way. 
The other thing is you can't jump. So even no, if there's like can't. the tiniest little ledge that you need up. to go up, and you can't look up, no. exactly that. And so you've got this weird thing where if, if like an enemy's up on a ledge, you're firing straight ahead because you can't but point your gun up. Sometimes the bullet will just go up. No, but it, it does. It still hits them. Yeah, yeah. It still hits them just, just <laughs> automatically. And so I'm on laughing one about level, this stuff now. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting there going, this is a terrible game. And on another level, you know, four hours later, it's, I'm, was, I'm actually a, having a really good time. That was a world where Doom was just on a 2D plane. So yeah. there really was no third dimension. It was yeah. all artificial. Yeah. So there was no look up, look down. Yeah. There was never a platform underneath yeah. you. If you went down a level or up a level, sure. you were just you're still on a two D plane. Yeah, and the interesting thing was I was sort of picturing Nintendo sixty four being a bit like Goldeneye. Now Goldeneye's graphics haven't aged well, but there was up down. It was a truly three D environment to go around. Yes. And so it, it wasn't a pretty three D environment, but it was three D. So coming back to this game, it was not quite what I expected, but mm. then the addictiveness of the game started really? to kick in. Because you it know really the did. reviews for Doom sixty four were awful. It's like seventy percent. Seventy percent is awful. Yes. For a Nintendo, that's all. I got a review here. First review that I read, it got, got an eight. Eight. There you go. Eight. eight. That's terrible. Eight. <laughs> eight out of a hundred? <laughs> Get out of bed. <laughs> eight out of a hundred. <laughs> Get out of bed for nothing. This, guy, this guy's standards bed. are really high. I'm just ah. glancing across at Tristan's laptop. Hey, you know what? Three bucks is probably a good deal. I'm, firstly, I'm just glancing across at Tristan's laptop and want to note that the retargeting ads have got him retargeted with Neds. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out once again to Ned's on this podcast. Hey boys. But anyway, I found myself in the first half hour being like, this game is ridiculous. And then four hours later, I was actually having a good time with it. And yeah. in fairness four to it. Four hours in, later. In fairness I to know, it. isn't it incredible? Oh, yeah, sorry. Remember when you had time? Oh, sorry, dad's in the room. Um, <laughs> but the thing that it was still doing, and that's Doom's real capacity to get you even at the earliest level, was scaring the shit out of you because yeah. you just turn around and like, oh, damn it. It's the, it's the um, trigger twitch. Yeah, so they still... were good at those jump out. Yep. They, yep. They, they, they covered that in that. Uh, was that Netflix series about games? Uh, uh, games. The one of the... Computer games. Yeah, the one about... The high score. High score, yeah. yeah. The final episode about that was yeah. like, yeah, covered ID software and yeah. Doom and Wolfenstein and all those. And they made a point of it. Very dark, very atmospheric. And yeah, you like, things would jump out of you. And you was like, shit, yeah. shit, shit. And that's and exactly what inspired me to download Doom 64 when I oh, saw it. Because I've been, watching the, yeah, I've been yeah. watching the documentary. Fabulous documentary. Yeah, amazing, amazing documentary. So for me, I, I nice sort of one. looked at it and I was like, when if you'd asked me in the first half hour, it was getting one Gooigi out of five. Oh, yeah, Gooigi. Um, but yeah. after playing four hours of it, I had to at least give it a two and a half. Two and a half out two and of five. Gooigis. And I was, I was edging towards a three, to be honest, because it is a, it's a classic game. It just, I think my headspace was Nintendo 64. And that it was going to be a bit more than it was, but once I'd gotten over that, I was really enjoying what is a classic. I think game. there's, a, I think that there is. I've played a couple of port games, stuff like that, games that have put yeah, over, yeah. And, and I think you do need to give it a bit of. T- you do have in your mind about how, yeah, classic it was, and you get on it, and you're like, okay, yeah, I could be playing this, or I could be playing a game that was made this year, and like in, Doom and, Eternal. And in a way, it's like I was playing a port of a port. Yeah. So it was like ported from PC to N64 and yeah. now from N64 to PS4. So on that basis, I mean, it held up yeah. pretty well. I read today that they're remaking Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, which was one of Ooh, my yeah. favourite racing it. games back in the day. You got to race you know, against cops and things like that. They're yeah. remaking it for the, what's the PS5? Is it yeah. the new PS? Mm. And um, that I really want to see. I want to see how they do that because I think they're doing it, giving it a full overhaul. Interesting. Yeah. the same base, you know, gameplay strategy, but... New graphics, new everything. I'm really keen to see that because I freaking love that game. I hope I'm not right, but it will be particularly interesting to see how they ruin it. So speaking of so games often when it's like, let's go remake this thing, and it just they just 
take like rip the essence out of it and make it this shitty thing. So I hope I hope they make something that's an homage to the original because that was so many good vintage gameplay moments. That's true. Yeah. So speaking of games that uh, that you're playing, Adam, <laughs> beaten level ten. <laughs> I've been level 11 I actually finished two levels this week I finished the the Desert Temple Then I finished the Magic Room To all new listeners This is Luigi's Mansion (laughs) Luigi's Mansion 3 And I gotta tell you On both bosses Both Desert Temple and Magic Room bosses You didn't even need to use the Guiji So you know how they say Oh it's really creative How you get to use the Guiji No you don't need to It is always the same mechanic You shine a flashlight on them When they're stunned You hit them with a vacuum cleaner and it is the same no matter what. So there was what you there always was, do. There was no Jizigi involved. No, no. <laughs> Spoo Jizzy wasn't even coming into play. <laughs> so you're still playing Kamiji's Mansion, and it, it just it never ends. I got four levels to go. Okay, I'm not going to go back and try and get all the gems. I'm not going to go back and try and 100 percent this thing. I just want to be done. I think and once I'm done, I can move on to like um. There are, there are other games coming out. There's the new Mario Redux where we get to play all the old Mario, the 3D games and things like that. There's other games. Doom Eternal's coming out on Switch in the next couple of months. Looking forward to that. But um, right now, I'm one of those guys, I buy a game, I have to finish it. I can't. I think we've just got to jump into a car, go to his house, yep. maybe hit him in the head a couple of times. Yep. Don't need to do that because he'll be asleep, but we'll do it anyway. Steal the game and yep. just take it out of your house. It's downloaded. It's on. It's new... We'll take See, I'm switch. taking the opposite approach. I feel like we should challenge him to the hundred percent so that he can continue oh, I to can't listen to the about podcast. this bloody. I can't talk about yeah. Spooky G's mansion anymore. We're I'm, done with it. I'm trying. Yeah. It's, <laughs> give, it's, it's given us our <laughs> ranking system. Now let's get rid of it. I got fifteen minutes a night. Yeah. Before I'm either exhausted or, or have to go clean something up. I think so. we should go in Peter Griffin style. Throw it in the back of the car. Drive the car off a cliff. Into the into the water, then shoot the gas tank to explode it. It'll but it'll be like it'll rock up back at his house somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It'll be like the Babadook book. It always comes back. Alright. Uh, I did mention that I was gonna talk about pretty fucked up when you think about it, but I think I might save that for another uneven distribution of global wealth. <laughs> Let that one Gelling your minds a little bit. I like bit. that we're just going to close out on something nice and light. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. We'll delve into that another can time. I, can I bring up one point on that? Yeah. This is something that I saw the maths on this week. Jeff Bezos. He's the, the richest he, man in the world. He's the head of Amazon. Yeah. If he gave every single one of his 820,000 Amazon employees worldwide a one-off bonus of 120,000 US dollars he would still have as much money as he had before the pandemic started. That's how much money he's made since the pandemic started. Enough money to give every one of those people a hundred plus grand. And, uh, and it's that's, unbelievable. It's and that unbelievable. is pretty fucked up. That's pretty when fucked you up right When you think about it. Uh, okay. To wrap up the show, uh, some Sydney news. Uh, Ghostbusters, anyone? Any of this? Oh, uh, the new one? No, not the movie. Oh. Uh, it's going to relate to something in <laughs> the new one. I never saw it. Was it good? No, it's not out yet. Was it very good? The no, with the one with... Finn Wolfhound. Or no. The 2016 one with Melissa McCarthy. The one with Melissa McCarthy in it. It said some wonderful things. <laughs> yeah, that, um, one, that one wasn't controversial at all. No, it's Sydney Ghost Tunnels. This is pretty cool. I've been so, on a Sydney Ghost Tour. No, this rocks. isn't a ghost tour. So, uh, they're back... Yeah, okay. 
So we'll end the quarantine scene. I'm out too. I like ghost tours. Okay, no, these are the ghost tours. They're, um, there are abandoned tunnels at St. I don't know if you read this. This was a couple of years ago. They actually said that they were going to turn these abandoned tunnels um, at St. James Station into... Oh, uh, the railway tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to turn them into like um, four platforms, into two disused tunnels and four platforms into bars, restaurants, shops, or other attractions. Oh, I like I like that. Because um, you were talking about ghost tours for a second there, and I'm like, oh, great. They're carrying on the, carrying on the Australian tradition of finding somewhere really shitty and then... And then putting something in there that might make people go to that really shitty oh, like place, like rocks. ghost tours, or uh, you know, you go out into the the classic one in the Northern Territory is the is the mini zoo at a service station, like just oh, hang no, out, we take we went, we dollar coin entry. You know what I mean? It's like it is a place shit house. Well, it build had one something. Dog in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a shit zoo. Built. <laughs> Hi. Okay. <laughs> We're walking okay. away. Carry on, Tristan. Well, to your very point. Now, now there's bars, okay? To your Come point, listen. yes, they're trying to convert sewers into a tourist attraction. Yeah. Um, no, the disused tunnels were built in the 1920s and are 30 metres below the city streets. Really? Streets. Snaking between Hyde Park and Macquarie Street towards Martin Place. Um, but just like everything the New South Wales government touches... Um, for some reason, nothing's happened in, no. in two years. Yep. Even though there was like a whole like tender and all that kind of stuff. You can put some pokies down there. <laughs> that'll, that'll get the people in. Get the punters in. <laughs> Make some legalised gambling. Yeah. Replace a couple replace, of TAB outlets. Replace the entire foundations of Sydney with pokie stands. <laughs> some pokie stands. Like, Maybe a couple a of those. It was a city built... <laughs> on on the bikes yeah. and some of those convenience stores, just a convenience <laughs> store or two. Yeah. The one where they're opposite each other. Yes. It's like amazing how much convenience we actually need, That's right. isn't it? That's right. The two convenience <laughs> stores opposite, opposite each other, other neither of which list there's, their You prices. know, there's a tunnel underneath where they're just like taking, you know, swapping cigarettes or slurpy mix. You ever go to a convenience yeah. store and you just like, you know, you give them like an energy drink or something, and the guy just literally just starts punching in numbers into a thing. Like you just know, like. Oh, today it's four dollars eighty. Tomorrow it's six dollars twenty. Like yeah. oh, okay. it's 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 like on uh, um, pardon my take. They got the lottery machine. That's just exactly. And Blend. this energy drink will be seventeen dollars. So we're not going to be talking about other <laughs> podcasts on. Um, <laughs> you guys see what Joe Rogan's up to? Um, oh yes, yes. We should definitely hide Joe Rogan from the people. They might go and listen to it. <laughs> just saying. Not news, but um, do you know the Taronga Zoo opened up their wildlife retreat hotel? That looks pretty amazing as well. A beautiful five-star hotel at Taronga Zoo. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. didn't know that. I understand. Like uh, one of my work colleagues went to a uh, like a ropes course there. Yeah, they got ropes courses there. Yeah, yeah. So you that can was do... a lot of fun. Have you been to the zoo? Because it's a piece of shit. The view is amazing, but you not just don't see any while. animals. Oh, so that explains oh. why they're doing all these other things. Yeah, yeah. They've run out of animals. Taking the kids so there. It's Jurassic things. Park. Like, yeah. um, hello. <laughs> I thought this zoo there's supposed to be uh, animals no, here. It's just one dog there. Yeah. You can see the elephants because they're so big. <laughs> and what's it? Shit, dude. And I think with that, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Till next week, my friends. Remember, stay fat and stay free. All right. Peace. If I get drunk, well, I'll pass out, I'll go.